What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. This episode of the Smoking Tire is brought to you by Vivid Seats. You know, we all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band, being in the theater, going to a race, or cheering on our favorite team. And with Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert, show, or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events that you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the Section and row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for new customers to receive 10% off your first purchase with Vivid Seats uh, by downloading the app and using code TIRE. Go to the Google app, uh, Google Play Music or the Apple App Store and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code TIRE for 10% off your first purchase with Vivid Seats. I think it may be in all caps, actually. Try all caps, TIRE. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter promo code TIRE for 10% off your first purchase with Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. Theater, sports, races, music, you name it. 10% off your first purchase with Vivid Seats at the App Store in Google Play or iOS and use code TIRE. Of course, we're also brought to you by Autotempest.com. I love Autotempest. Whether you are trying to uh, just browse around, whether you're looking at a specific vehicle uh, to buy or sell, Autotempest takes all the legwork out of it because rather than having to search every single site and put all the same criteria in over and over again, I hate double work. Autotempest.com handles that for you. It searches all the top sites at once like CarSoup, CarsDirect, eBay Motors, and more, and compares those results to AutoTrader and Craigslist nationally, not just locally in your area. Nationally, folks, AutoTempest.com, they've been a great partner. We love to have them. No special codes or anything. Just check it out at AutoTempest.com. All right, this episode of the Smoking Tire Podcast features us a new face, new face in the studio. This is We got Tim Neely from Tim's Enthusiast Garage. He's uh, he's owned a bunch of weird stuff. He's got a really cool Lotus Twin Turbo V8, and he's a, uh, a relatively new to the YouTube game, but uh, he's a fun guy. He's a good hang, and we're, uh, we're happy to have him. Tim Neely of Tim's Enthusiast Garage on the Smoking Tire Podcast. What's up, folks? It's Monday, and boy, do we have... We got a week of live podcasting, if you've joined us just uh, today. Tim Neely of Tim's Enthusiast Garage is in the studio. What's happening, brother? Hey, man. Thank Enjoy you for coming California. down. California. It's beautiful out here. It's nice to have someone on the show who looks just like me. <laughs> yes. Zach, is that the picture? I'm turning down the brightness. Oh, wait. It looks fucking washed out. It looks like, it looks like we're in a Western. Yeah, see, that looks normal. And go back to their camera. Uh, that looks normal now. It was the brightness was turned up because it was oh. dark before. Oh, but, uh, darkness is spreading. <laughs> darkness, everybody. Darkness. Darkness. What's happening, Tim? You know, uh, enjoying the roads out here. Yeah, I've been driving. You Midwestern? Yeah, Midwestern. Where Midwestern? Uh, Columbus, Ohio. Mm. 
Salatas Street. I was just there. Really? Oh, yeah. I was at Mid-Ohio. Mid- I lived yeah, 20 yeah. minutes. Oh, from Mid-Ohio? 20 minutes from Mid-Ohio. I was in Michigan. That, oh, that the, um, the, actually, the roads around Mid-Ohio are, are pretty great. nice. Yeah, so 20 minutes north of me is Mid-Ohio, and everything south of me is, is pretty much like corn Cornfield mm-hmm. Square, and everything north is pretty fantastic. So the, um, It was fucking cold, man. It was. I mean, not it like, has been. I mean, not by like general standards, but by being outside at a racetrack all day standards. Like yeah. you know, high twenties, low thirties. Did it rain? Did it rain for you? It rained for five minutes. It, it rained. A, it rained and snowed in between the Saturday really? and, th- and Sunday races, but it did not rain during did the you, races. Did you have a mechanical issue? Was I- we had many. It was a very frustrating... I love Mid-Ohio. When oh, the weather's nice, yeah. I love Mid-Ohio. It's such a fun race yeah, track. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable to have it in your backyard. Yeah, I mean, that's your home track, yeah, right? So you got a lot is. of laps yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a fair amount. Yeah, I... Uh, I'm not an instructor or anything, but but try to do like BMW, PCA, uh-huh. Audi Club days there and and run what run what I brung. I've what, driven. Did you brung probably, your Lotus? Is that what you brung? I've brung my Lotus. I've brung a caged Fox body. I've oh, brung dude. a All right. GTI okay. slicks. You know. So, oh, so you got some things? I got some things. A I've few done, things. Yeah, I've done some things. It, it's. Usually, whatever club it is, I try to not bring that car. So, like, to earn the ire of everyone in the Porsche club, you bring the GTI. Or yeah. The Fox You, gotta, you have to pass people, you know, in exactly. their Porsches and the Fox Because they all, and, you know, not having a... Uh, I, have, I have some pretty great memories of that, you know, where they, they're confident in their abilities to smoke you and... Yeah, and and tell you that they're going to. Oh, you should you shouldn't have brought the the knife to the gunfight. So, uh huh. Yay. Uh huh. <laughs> Those guys. Sometimes people run out of bullets, and you can mm-hmm. stab them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That picture that Zach has up right there is pretty much a metaphor for my Mid Ohio weekend. Oh my gosh! Right. It was, there were there was wow. two clutches. Uh, there were two gearboxes. It was, and there was a a, a Bozy just fucking changing shit <laughs> oh god that when what, racing when you fly to a race now granted it wasn't as frustrating for me as it was for maybe the person who owns the car right but when you fly to a race and get a hotel and a rental car and all that and the car fucking just breaks it, god it sucks balls yeah, it's bad times sucks balls but you know what it's a nice place it is a great track i love yeah. it it's uh watkins glenn uh, is is probably my second. I've favorite. never driven there, but that's the Glen. Glen there, you drove there. I it drove the Glen. Fun. It's fucking rad. The Glen feels. I haven't actually driven it since they resurfaced it. But right, it when did they resurface uh, it? Like last year. I think. Oh, okay, yeah. I drove it like maybe three years ago. Yeah, it was four, three or four years ago, and it. it uh, I don't know. It feels like European. I, I don't know that. Um, I've I've gone. I've done the Nurburgring, mm-hmm. and I've been to Spa. I haven't driven Spa. Spa is. But, Probably the best racetrack yeah. in the world. It, it looks. It has the most perfect tarmac you can imagine. Yeah. Just perfect, beautiful, perfect tarmac. And every corner, mm. with the yeah. exception of that little fucking bullshit squiggly, <laughs> every other corner at the track seems to have been designed absolutely flawlessly. It's a it's a gorgeous. That yeah. whole region is is fantastic. You can't so. you can't really describe the elevation at Spa. Is absurd right, and right. it does not translate to video at all. Nurburgring's the same way. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. you get to Nurburgring, it's it's almost shocking how much 
elevation there. Yeah. Is. You can do You I run mean, some I'm, laps? I have. In yeah. what? Uh, a Scirocco. Oh, fun. With like yeah. RSR or whatever? Yeah, one yeah, of them? yeah. I know RSR. With RSR. Yo, they're Ron fans. is a great guy. Oh, you know Ron? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. is uh, he's a character. He is a character. Ron Simmons is fucking <laughs> out of his mind. Yeah. Yeah. How did you meet him? Uh, I uh, actually helped a, a friend set up, a, take people from the United States to, to, oh. to there for like vacations. Was your friend Ross Bentley? Um, I know Ross Bentley. <laughs> yeah. really, well, not really well, but I've met him on numerous occasions. And he's a baller. He, he's doing that now. He's right? doing a thing with yeah. RSR. Yeah. I, I If you go to the Nürburgring, I strongly recommend RSR. They've got a fleet of... There you go. Zach's got the pictures. Yeah, he's got a, those guys. got a fleet of really cool cars. Um, I went out with Ron Simmons on the Nürburgring. Oh, in yeah? In the wet. He was driving in an M3 and wanted to show off... His fucking drifting <laughs> skills in the wet, and he scared the shit out of me. That was awesome to watch, though. It was hilarious, it was really but it was the fucking that, scary. The guys that work there are we. We took some cars out like around the Nurburgring. Oh yeah, they do their drive, their street exactly. drive tour. Yeah, and they. I mean, even that, they're like, okay, now, like, you want to go, like, quick? Oh, sure, we want to go quick. They're like, insane. Quick, like Ray, quick I think to Ray them is one of the drivers and. It's like pretty, in, yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, you, could, you could run an F12 Ferrari there and drive around the. You brain. should not do that. No one, right? I, if you're, I don't know. You're is going that for F12? The first time, is that a, that's a is that a track car or is that a street a, only I car? I think it's. I mean, it's the oh, one that drives a lot. Maybe I, it's a street only. I car. I think that F12 might be a street drive only car. That would be smart because that um, they had, used to have a McLaren. You could yeah. you could rent and it breaks a lot. Yeah, um, because I mean. I think I think the the slow cars yeah, are better at the sure, Nurburgring. For sure. Yeah, I I, I drove a, a fucking Renault Megane, uh, the I don't know yeah, RS RS two sixty or RS two sixty five, whatever. It was. I loved that car. It was all right. I posted I a video it. of it. I uh, this is like two years ago or a year and a half ago, but I really liked that car. I thought it was like Focus ST like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There there was yeah. I like it a lot. Um, but it's not. Not Fiesta ST. It's not as fun as a Fiesta ST, no. Which would be, I think, probably the ultimate Nurburgring. It would be really car, fun. You actually. know, I mean, just stock, just I, like I, factory. I've, I've told a few times on the show, like I went out. My first two laps were dry, and then it was fucking wet. Like it started raining hard. Yeah. And like whole track, whole rain? track. Oh my first God. Uh, lap three was down the back half of the track, and then the fourth lap was full wet, and I was driving slow. Like, like, I mean, real slow. Like, let's say unblock. Did, I, did someone accidentally hit block on his on there? Mm-hmm. Oops. I hit, I, that should say follow. I definitely did not block. I got a you. follow message. I, I got def- a follow yeah, message. Yeah, I definitely didn't block. I didn't you, get Tim. the heartbreak message. Um, so I don't oh, apologize yeah. there for an accidental blocking. Um, <laughs> I, I assure you, it wasn't anything you did. Um, but I'm going like you know 50 on the back of the Nurburgring. Yeah, and I got motored down by a classic mini oh, that's awesome. going like a hundred plus yeah. and I got back and I went, Ron what the fuck was that guy doing and he goes oh that's you know Sven or whoever the fuck and yeah. he apparently lives on the track oh it's the blue one right the blue one and he only goes out when it's wet. Yeah, and it's, really, I, think, it's I believe drive. it's all wheel drive. Yeah, it has a it's a Honda. Uh, it's what? a K twenty. It's a K twenty, I think, or K twenty four with a with a Honda CRV all wheel drive system, right, Zach? Yeah, it uh, is wide body. I think yeah. it had like dirt tires on wide, it when I saw and, it. Yeah, it's, it, was, it almost was like lifted a little bit. Yeah, like it was sounds, like a rally car. That sounds terrifying. It was <laughs> gnarly. It's cool, and it, dude, he. Passed me like I was in fucking reverse. It was there. It is in the, the picture. That thing. That blue picture. Yes, 
That was it. Dude, this guy. <laughs> that makes that this makes the guy trip right fucking there. mobbed on me. It was. Two hundred fifty horsepower VTEC turbo. <laughs> yeah, the engine's in the back. It's got this crazy wing. Yeah. Um, side side pod intakes. Wow. Let's see, uh, folks, if you go if you go to YouTube, you could Google two fifty horsepower ring mini, and yep. you'll you'll know it's blue with white wheels. Apparently, he lives he lives in or on the track, uh, just just right around. That's there. fantastic. Yep, that was it, and it was bananas. <laughs> Dude. And then he we drank, Jan. and then we went to uh, the Piston Klausa and drank oh, yeah. all of Ron's expensive Italian wine. That's Ron didn't buy me. Man, I don't think Ron bought me wine. I think it was because we started, but he only brought it out because once we got off the track after the rain, we went back to the shop. We started taking shots, and so by the time we <laughs> left the track, we were like four or five shots deep, and we just continued to get I've, very I've drunk. A, a buddy that wrecked his car on the ring, like oh. took his. He was stationed in Germany, uh-huh. and uh, he actually uh, he's part of that taking people over to Germany thing. And uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was a. It was either a M3 E36 M3 or an E39 wagon, and it got he he went off hard. YouTube corner, yeah. He, oh, in YouTube, yeah, corner. yeah, oh, which no. is great. I'm sure there's a video. There's of that definitely somewhere. a video. Somewhere. There's yeah. I mean, every week, but um, yeah, that was rough, and it was. I think it was like 1,500 euros or something to pay for the track. To pay for the track, yeah. yeah the yeah. car was pretty much. I think it was an E36 M3. It was a car and toast. It was, it was pretty toasty. Yeah, I think he. It still was able to to be pseudo fixed and driven <laughs> and sold I think <laughs> but uh, that's yeah. why you want to get that RSR car get that insurance all, all of the insurance all cheap, of that cheapest mm-hmm. car all of the insurance yeah and, and multiple laps and it's going to be the greatest day ever my friend speaking of insurance my friend uh, just did and I don't want to use his name in case anyone is anyone's listening <laughs> it shouldn't be my friend has a GT3 RS a brand new one 992 or 991.2 mm. GT3 RS beautiful car just did a track day uh, locally here. His first, his not his first track day, but his first since he has moved to California. Is his first track day here, and it's also his first track day in that car. Um, and he, you know, it's a very expensive car, and he wanted to get the insurance. And the insurance for one track day was two grand premium with a ten percent value deductible. So if oh. you totaled it. It's two grand for the premium plus I don't know ten percent twenty five grand for for ten percent of the car. Whoa, that's <laughs> nutty. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, oh. Now he he it was fine. He did not have a crash and he had a great track day. <laughs> it's, it's still better than losing two fifty, of course. Of course, know, but goddamn, yeah, that's an expensive be, insurance premium. Yeah. This is why even rich people race cheap cars. Yep, hundred uh, percent. Cheap cars are great. I mean, cheap cars put the foot down, keep it down. Yeah. Balance the dynamics. It's I, mean, I don't know. We do AER. There's fucking. There's people out there that are that that roll up in Prevost marathons <laughs> to race a fucking E36. You know what I mean? It's, That's awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. at, at no, a certain point, that for them, it's about the racing, not the driving. Which, if you know what I mean, like if you yeah. if you buy a, G, a brand new GT3 that you love, it would be oh. great to track it because you you invest all this money to have that experience all the time. Yeah. You know, you've chosen that car out of all the others. Right. But so then to go, oh, I can't drive it on the track. That kind of sucks. Yeah, no, I agree. And GT3 RS, I, I was just in it. We went to dinner, and I didn't, I mean, 
It wasn't fun. It's not I a mean, commuter. No, it's no, not. It, <laughs> especially like especially compared to the regular. Have you been in a GT3? So I've, a, a couple of friends have them, and I've driven a bunch. Not the new one, not the two dot two. The the first one I actually did a video of. Uh, the my buddy's has one a, has a golf liveried one, mm-hmm. and it is uh, it is absolutely. That engine, pretty delightful. That engine in any yeah. car would be my favorite. Car. Yeah, the Dot I mean, Two is incrementally better. Yeah. I mean, it's it's I haven't you know, driven one yet. it's slightly better. Um, it's you know it's a fucking four liter, which is you know four <laughs> O is the number, and yeah. it's got that kind of bassy, beautiful kind mm. of thing. The the new GT three is the most well rounded sports car that there is. Right. Um, but the RS really cranks up the stiffness and the. The fucking oh yeah, you know the floor. even the seats. I mean, I'm a pretty big dude. <sighs> yeah, the seats are like I they're love tough. the seats, but it's you mm-hmm. know you kind of like put yourself. Well, I drove, in it when and, we were filming um, Drive uh, in Le Mans, I like took Spinelli's GT3 RS go get gas for yeah. it. Yeah, uh, because you know he's the boss. No, he's not. And um, <laughs> you know French roads, perfect tarmac, blah blah blah. On the highway, it's smooth, but the yeah. second I had to slow down and go into a very low driveway yeah. that they have there, very shallow. To get gas, it was like creek, creek, you know, stiff. It's very, difficult. Very it's stiff. wide. Like it's, yeah. it's not an, uh, commuting in that car or daily driving it in any way. It just wouldn't be comfortable. And in around L.A., like you know, oh god, oh, that'd be a nightmare. It's brutal. Yeah. That's why I have an off-road portion. Yeah, you'd be you would be <laughs> yeah. breaking a GT3 RS apart yeah. in, this, in this town. Yes, but um, For sure. but the regular GT3 is the fucking shit. Yeah, my friend has uh has one of those, and he just got. I get to drive it when I get back a GT2. RS. Oh yeah. Have you driven that, one? I haven't. Um, uh, my friend Spike owns one, and uh, he owns it with his two friends. They own it. They all own it together. And when they get past the break-in miles, they said, "I can have a go in it." Because I took out their <laughs> their GT3 Touring, and I just I wrung the fucking neck out of it, and it had like seven hundred miles on it. And they're like, "Maybe we should wait until the GT2 has like fifteen hundred miles on it before we do that again." Because <laughs> I was bragging, I was all like, "Ah, it's got seven hundred miles, nine grand, nine grand, nine grand." Nine Oh, that engine. I mean, you gotta. You have to go to. I nine. mean, you can't stop. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I think it's impossible. You can't shift at eight. It you goes can't. to nine. <laughs> right. It fucking got long legs. Yeah. It's got really long oh, legs. Oh yeah. You know what? I, have you been in a, a Lexus GSF? Uh, you know, I, you you were talking about that on another podcast, and and I have not. I don't. I, if you can get in one, you should. But it's weird because it's got an eight-speed gearbox, right? Yeah. The Z, uh, is it the ZF? No, or? Toyota uses um, the Aizen. Is it oh. Aizen or A I S I N? Um, which they may own a substantial hmm. portion of. It's yeah, not a ZF. One of those. But so it's eight gears. But second goes to seventy-two, and Ooh. third goes to a hundred and six. So in <laughs> any canyon. In Los Angeles, you're really in second and third. Yeah, we all with eight gear, and it's like does it sound nice. The whole awesome, time? awesome. You have mm. to be above four grand, and you have to be, uh, you know, more than fifty percent threatening. You know what I mean? Get that really good, good intake, good noise. body control. control. That very good. Really, the GSF is fucking great, huh? It's so nice and turns in really sharp. It's got great grip. No adjustable suspension. Just perfectly. Just good dampening. Just Is that good the factory damping. ride height? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Lexus. Good dampening. Remember the Polestar uh-huh. Volvo with, with Olins? With Olins. So I just filmed the launch of that, mm. and they had, they have Olins again, and it's the same. A lot of journalists have the same comment. They're like, "It's you just know what the suspension is going to do. It's yeah. not adaptive. Yeah. It's always the same, and it's really good." And it doesn't yeah. need a comfort sport no. mode. It's just yep. you set it up once right, and it's well-rounded for everything. Yeah. Every car I've ever driven with comfort sport and all the... I don't know. I feel like it's just... N- none of them are exactly right. You know, you want some comfort and mostly sport. 
they, most of the shit we drive that's adaptive, sport is too stiff and mm-hmm. comfort is too loose. Right. And there's you kind of wish there was something like... Or for Mercedes AMG cases, usually everything's too stiff. And, except comfort, which is sloppy. Comfort, the body moves around a lot. And then you put it in sport and it's too fucking stiff. Because well, it can't change the spring rate, so it's right. all shock dampening, yeah. which is a hard thing to kind of figure out. Yeah. yeah. The magnetic ride stuff tends to be a little better. The GM stuff is, is a bit better with that. But like, just the really well-valved fucking shock doesn't need to be reset <laughs> right. Right, like, I, very often. I agree. I think the I think Lexus work with Bilstein on this one. I'm pretty sure these are Bilsteins. Uh, anyway, hmm. what's your story, Tim? We haven't My met story. before today. Yeah, I you, know, you, right? you, you, you came out of nowhere. You're doing videos. I watched a couple of them this morning. I like yeah. your Lotus. It's very cool. Thank you. I mean, yeah. someone who fucking throws 1552s on a spree, I'm about. They were they were super cool about that because I uh, the car that ran at Le Mans actually look at that. had. Pull that up. Uh, look at that. That's his Esprit. That's fucking rad looking. I saw the car before. I never heard similar, of you. Similar similar uh, style wheels and I wanted tarmacs because I think tarmacs are just like uh, every car on tarmacs. Those is look, pretty much those look really nice. But I they the made those, uh, those those back ones are actually forged concave. They actually made the file for that car. Looks, that looks real good. Um, and I think they <laughs> there's a actually, huge market for that. That was yeah. really worthwhile. <laughs> you know, but I, I can see if that fits other things. A market for like the same you know uh, style of wheel, but with that little concave. So right. it shows the size of the wheel. Cars that bit. have a stagger, it, it kind of yeah. you know it works. But the alternative was what a lip, right? A three piece with a lip, which is what I did on my previous Esprit, and I hated it because it just looked a little too. VIP, uh-huh. not quite performance. So, yeah, I mean that that car is, um, you know, that was kind of always my dream car. I've always been um, in the in the automotive industry in some in some way, shape, or form. Uh, about twenty something years ago, I started. Uh, well, when I was eighteen, I had a meeting with uh, my mom. Set me up with like a financial advisor, uh-huh. and he's like, "Well, tell me what you want to do." And I'm like, mm, "I want to buy and sell like." cars i was kind of like blue chip but not you know what i'm Uh saying like you know cars yeah and he's like that's the worst idea you should (laughs) you should never do that so he gave really so i got some mutual funds so car no no car dealership should ever exist right right (laughs) he was real short-sighted he's real short-sighted and very conservative so um about five years after that um i just i just started my own car dealership and uh, it worked pretty well. Brick and mortar? Or just it was brick and mortar. Uh, and it was early days. This is like 2000. So mm-hmm. this is like early eBay uh, imported, like imported like 109 Land Rovers, Mini Coopers oh. um, and sold those. Classics. So kind of like classics, some like uh, Audi S4s and just interesting, I don't know, stuff like I wanted to drive. Yeah. E36s, um, you know, that kind of thing. And so did that for a while. And... Uh, the problem with that is I really love cars, and so it was really painful to sell any yeah. of them. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, like, the better the deal was, the worse it was like that. That's so funny. I um, completely understand this. And then, after, you know, I did that for a while, and at the same time, uh, my my degree is in uh, broadcast engineering and vocal performance. Oh. So I I'd, I'd produced records and did, uh, like, uh, voiceover work for, like, McGraw Hill educational stuff, video games, oh, yeah? that sort of thing. And you have so, an agent, a voiceover agent. I, I I never took it to that level because work always kind of reigned in pretty pretty steadily. That's nice. So, um, yeah. So I did that uh, fairly consistently through um, through the mid two thousands, and then started a company that made gauges for cars that went that that did really well. Sold that about three years ago. And kind of just was at that kind of crossroads of like, well, what do I want to do 
now. Yeah. I had acquired over the over that the cars that I didn't sell were like the cars that I you know I festooned all these ridiculous cars. So I have multiple right hand drive minis and you know like an M coupe and just like I don't know like cars that you. Kind of, you know, like yeah. smoking tire cars. Yes. Yeah. So enthusiast, um, automobiles. enthusiast automobiles, and so. Um, and in Ohio, you can have a fucking barn. You can. <laughs> so I have can. a. I bought an eighteen hundreds, uh, late eighteen hundreds barn. Is it that really? red? Is it that red barn uh, in that picture? Yeah. It's probably. like literally. Yeah. Is that, that, it? that. Yeah. That. You can fit about nine or ten cars in there. Oh, see, that's and then the know, upstairs is like just, a studio. We just don't have that shit here. Do you live in there? Uh, you could. It's about fifteen hundred square feet. Um, and the cool thing is the lift comes up into the upstairs, so you got a whatever your favorite car is. You could have a car. Oh, it comes yeah, through yeah. the floor. Is your house? <laughs> is this on your house? Uh, well, it's in front of. It's like the lot next to my house. Oh. So um, it's but it was kinda, already there, and it was yeah eight, since eighteen seventy eight, kind of kind of nuts. So uh, that's so awesome. Yeah. So I just really about three years ago was like, well, what do I want to do? Um, and I really just kind of wanted to. I always wanted to be a, like a motoring journalist, like mm -hmm. Chris Harris, and the Evo. Like before it was even Evo, it was a performance car, which I was a freaking oh man, I was on there nuts. Dude. That was <laughs> a performance car was my jam. So. Um, so yeah, so I kind of, that's what I'm attempting, some what I'm attempting to do now is to, is to, you know, make Tim's Enthusiast Garage. You know, I've got some products that I sell based around the videos that I do and, uh, yeah. And I went to Goodwood. That was a, see that back there. So now you're just traveling around filming fun yeah. cars and yeah. doing your shit. And, and the, the Lotus kind of hit a chord cause like that video has some views People, yeah, it was like 135k. People, I thought, yeah, I think and, I saw. And, every, and everyone seems to know. Like when I go to a thing, they're like, "Oh, you're the Lotus guy." <laughs> well, um, it's the only Lotus I've ever seen on on fucking tarmac. <laughs> right, yeah. So I mean, you know, the modifying a car that is not typically modified and that you don't see around a lot is is a is a cool thing to do. It's a fun. It's on poly bushes and uh, uh, it's on coilovers that are like kind of custom made, custom valved. They're not quite. Um, I drove a buddy's Esprit yesterday. Uh -huh. uh, his is better. Uh, he has <laughs> the uh, he has the he has the last edition, the final edition car. Uh -huh. What is yours? And like a two thousand or something? Mine's a ninety eight. Okay, um, ninety seven was like the first year of the V eight in the states. Uh, ninety six in Europe, and uh, so yeah, we're still working on. They're like fully adjustable, so I. I'm hoping to get some more track time this coming year and really work on the suspension. Well, you know what? You know what Colin Chapman said: if you make the suspension adjustable, they will adjust it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I told this guy yesterday. I'm like, email me your uh, your specs because I need I need those specs. That's a good idea. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think really, idea. you know, that's that's kind of the car isn't quite dialed in. There's a little too much camber in the back. I've um, driven a couple of Esprits, and I I. Really like the idea of them, and then they all they drive a little weird. They're really, really uh, not structurally rigid. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I mean, it's definitely. Uh, I I had uh, for years. I've had a nine nine six that was actually a pretty nice, like a nice nine nine six. So it had LSD uh, sport, like every sport options, mm -hmm. hardback chairs, and that car it, it is pretty great. And it is completely opposite of the Lotus, like the Lotus. You know, you can feel when you wash it, you can hear it creaking because the water has lubricated everything. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, but I it is a good. I mean, it is very intuitive. Like I, you know, you probably spent a lot of time in like an Elise. I have, which yeah. is like th probably the best version of Lotusness that they've ever really done. My favorite Lotus is the Evora Four Hundred. 
actually. Oh, the four, so the I haven't. Four I've driven the S. I haven't driven the four hundred. I've I've heard that that's pretty it's nutty. Really great. I mean, nutty isn't the word I would yeah. use. I think it's beautifully balanced yeah. and it's fast enough to have a good time in. Yeah. I, I I took it to a few different track days and I was running with nine nine seven GT threes. Um, really? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. It's got great power, very linear. It does exactly what you tell it to do. Mm. And oh, is that me? Did that it looks sound like good? me. Did it sound? That it is a hundred percent me. How's it sound? Great. Does it? Uh, it has a titanium exhaust, mm. optional, mm. Um, and it's got a it's got a valve in it, so you can make it pretty quiet. Although mm. even in quiet mode, um, it's still not quiet enough for Laguna Seca, which was disappointing. That's crazy. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What's the threshold there now? It's low. It's ninety six. Oh, it's fucking low, and it was I got I got measured at uh, one hundred three. Because in here's quiet why. mode, yeah. Because in quiet mode, if you go flat, it opens. It opens oh, okay. at five thousand RPM, regardless. And so, oh, look at that. Yeah, it's a great, great photograph. And so, what you have to do, unfortunately, at Laguna with that car is lift or go either lift in turn five, which is where the sound meter is, or go in fourth instead of third. The problem is the peak torque is pretty high. Mm. If you go through fourth, you really fucking dog it up the hill. And it was, I think, three seconds a lap. It's a difference. really long hill. It's a it's really a big hill, hill, and it's and steeper it, than you think. And it sets you up for the left, which is another for hill For an even longer hill. Right? Like, you're losing tons of speed. Yeah, so it was three seconds in fourth versus third there. Um, but... Nevertheless, mm. yeah. you know, that's a fault of the track, not the car. The car is great. So that's, if you wanted to buy a new Lotus, that's that's the one I would go for. And it was really, um, really good on tires, too. It, really, it look how neutral like, it is. It, it looks so neutral. Does everything. All so, these pictures look so, like, So neutral, stable. balanced, and you can slam curbs with it. Look at the, that's oh, a flat, wow. Pull flat that floor. over. I put it up on a lift at Sharkworks, uh, totally flat under huh. tray. Very and and actually, Sharkworks were pointing out a few things under there about the construction of the car. It's actually an incredibly rigid um, chassis and really, really well uh, constructed. It looks like all aluminum uh, yeah, under tray, yeah, not plastic, which is good. Totally, mm, it's well, a very wow. It's a very, very well made car, which is not something you Lotus is a hear company. They kind of make me sad because it's like I've always said. It's like they. they they can make the cars. They just mm-hmm. don't have a good PR department. Or I don't know what the deal is. Their PR people are very nice. They just yeah. don't have a lot of money. Yeah. And the one thing that they don't have that really drives me nuts is they don't have good um, financing. Like they don't oh, have a so bank sad. or anything like that. You know, like there's no Lotus credit, so you have to kind of get your own <laughs> yeah. financing in right. order, which is a, which is tough for a lot of people who mm-hmm. could want to get you know the newest 911 oh. for 1200 bucks a month or yeah. whatever it is, and you can't really do that with a Lotus because the terms are never going to be as good. That's a bummer. Because I, I thought is, the construction of that was really nice. Mm-hmm. It was like it was pretty. It was one yeah. of the things you open the hood or the the back hatch, and you're like, that looks cool, and this yeah. looks cool, and this, and then it's Japanese engine, so it'll work for a long, long time. Yeah, you know, you you've driven. I imagine an original NSX at least once. Oh or yeah, twice. yeah. I had a, had an original NSX. Um, liked it. This well, is the new version yeah. of that formula. It's, it's that formula with today's amount of steering response and power yeah. and shit like that. The Avora S was too. The the one that I drove was too like too soft. It they, this was, is better. Yeah, yeah. Huh. The, the four hundred and the four ten are have different mm. shock settings, but you don't have to you don't have to fucking change them. They're nice. good. They're ready <laughs> nice, to go. Just good. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um. 
So what else is what else was in your fleet of fun shit? Fun, the fun shit fleet is is uh, is pretty deep, I guess. Is it? Um, How many is it? What's it at it's now? Like Twenty. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. You need another, need I have some unfun. I mean, I have like a like a uh, I have that Maserati Quattroporte, which. It was that cool? I like it. You like it? It sounds really good. It's a ZF car. So okay, it's, well, not that's, a, it's not as bad as it could be. It's not the duo select. I bought it because I thought it would be a great daily. It's not a great daily. <laughs> um, but it's a great, it's a great investment, though. It sounds right? good. Nope. No, it's not a great investment. Although, I did pay. It had, so when I bought it, it was, it had 44,000 miles on mm-hmm. it. I paid twelve thousand. Yeah, so it was a good investment for <laughs> they you. They were asking twenty five. I was like, mm, I'm gonna give you ten. And yeah, they're like, wow. <laughs> don't call me again. Then like the next day, so they called back. Know, yeah, like, <laughs> what about fifteen? No, how about twelve? You know, okay, come get it, man. That I hurts. mean, for twelve. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, what can? How low could it go? Yeah, right. That's what I'm. How I think low that's can, gotta be the. I mean, it is a. It might go down to eight. But a, even so, that's just four grand, right? <laughs> and I mean, if you think about like uh, other cars that have like the the AMG cars from that era use that transmission, they all have like 120 thousand miles in that price yeah. range or 140 thousand miles. True. So and it is basically uh, that that engine is 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 pretty stout. I mean, you don't. The engine itself. It's the electronics yeah. I'd worry about. The electronics about. are hilarious on that car. <laughs> it has. Uh, so, since I've gotten it, I don't know. I have a Grand Sport, which has been a great car. I don't know if you've ever. Some the, people, it's a love hate thing. I love the 4200 Grand Sport the last really? two years. I like it. I know it's With a, the F1 gearbox? I know. I know you hate the F1 gearbox. I do not like those. I, and that's but okay. I know the Grand Sport's better it than the. It's like the best the bad. One. It's yeah. the best bad. Yeah. It's the best bad. But uh, I, that car my favorite again if it was 12 grand it was not i really like the way these sound and they look awesome from the front and in the back they look like a prelude to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah now you just ruined it for me Uh, so my grand sport is now for sale yeah thanks um no but the grand sport has been a paragon of reliability I mean, if you can believe that, I've had it for five years. Uh-huh. I've done multiple oil changes, uh, you know, flushed the the F1 system, like the hydraulic thing. I've had zero issues with that car. I, I can't believe it. I'm shocked. <laughs> no. So, so the... the the Quattroporte, however, is, it- is hilarious. Like, you'll get in it sometimes, and, like, the tack, there's noise on the CAN bus or something, so, like, the, the tack won't quite work, and what? then well, And then <laughs> uh, you'll get some error message. Uh, but it always drives great. Because I think that the Italians, there's, like, a checkbox. Like, is it good-looking? Yes. Does it sound good? Yes. yes. Okay, release just, it. And then you just walk away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, release it. Pretty much. And, and yeah, that car is... But, I, yeah, so I have that. And then I have uh, have an M-Coupe that's, like, all TC Klein prepped. Uh-huh. Uh, it's got a cage and, and suspension. and a clown, Like a clown shoe one or a newer clown one? Clown shoe Z3. Z3 yeah, one. Yeah, cool. and it's uh, um, not a... Uh, what's the good... The S54 is the one everyone wants. It's an S52, yeah, it's, it's so it's the early... Um, it has some mods on it, so it's got, like, an M50 intake manifold. Oh, is that it right there? Good yeah. blue. Good quality yeah, blue. Yeah, um, Are those the Z4 wheels? Those are like a, a set of track wheels that I have, and they I'm not good. even sure like what the those. manufacturer is. But oh, they look nice. Kidney grill color is interesting. That is, uh, it's taped off because gotcha. I was buffing it in that picture. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. it's, like, it's like neon. It's like mint ice cream green right, for everybody yeah. who's listening. Um, Got the ice cream kidney. Yeah, so that car like ice cream if you bought it in a gas station, though, not <laughs> from like a real place that's made out of milk. Sorry. <laughs> keep going. You know, like that color is, is too green. It is, does not go with the Esterel. So uh, I got that. I've got a 
I got a, I got a 500 SL uh, M1, right. M119 R129. Uh, that's great. I like mine. I have mine as an SL 500. So you have the, the later. Same. Is it a? Is it still M119 or? It's the later. The one. later. It's a single cam. Yeah, yeah. But I fucking you know everyone's like, man, you got the wrong engine. Yeah, <laughs> you should. And I go, you know what? It it never revs over 2500. Right. It's my fucking traffic right. car. It's literally for sitting in traffic. Yeah. It makes absolutely no difference. I'm with you. I just told someone that they needed to get. Uh, and M, the original engine, the M119. And then I, my, uh, I've got a, uh, an S500 as like a daily driver that has mm-hmm. the new one. It's a great engine. Like, yeah, I don't know funny. why. You know what I mean? Like, there's really not any difference other than like mechanical complication. And, yeah. Service cost yeah, is yeah. the difference. Right. I know. And if, I know. If you happen to be fucking over four grand, maybe it matters. But like, in a stupid slush box SL, what's You're, the difference? It's good wisdom. It's good that wisdom. That car sees a quarter throttle. I have to intentionally, like, once, I don't know. Once every couple of weeks, I'd be like, "Okay, I need to find some room and take this thing to redline because otherwise, it just long doesn't gears. ever." It has yeah, long gears and stuff. It's got too. long gear. Yeah, it's got long gears and it's got it never fucking revs. So you just have to be like manually shifting through the jigsaw fucking thing. I'm, I'm in a I'm in a like a Mercedes. I love Mercedes lately. I I like uh, I've got a 192316. Really? Which I love. It is. Is it a dog leg? Is it's it a dog a, leg. It's it's like the I I think it's you know E thirty M threes which I also love but do not own uh, have gone up in value to the point where it's like I don't get it. Oh, you um, got fifteen fifty twos on that one yeah, too. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. I love that works. It. It's, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool car. And in Jewish racing gold, no less. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> I think Kamisa has the same car, right? He does. He's he coming. He show actually. Tomorrow. Yeah. He has my. Uh, I have a sh- the same Scirocco as him. It's pretty really? freaking weird. Like does same, yours work properly? Because no, his does not. No, in fact, I actually really like to talk to him because he I seems need to, to adjust his valves weekly. I mean, I'm about to Instagram, swap out. I'm about to swap out the either the engine or the fuel system or or the whole car because it. it oh, I. Uh, I'll tell I, you what. This is worth it when the upside is a Scirocco. <laughs> yeah, swap the car. Imagine having to deal with all this bullshit, and the upside mm. is like 130 horsepower. No yeah, fucking I, waste I of time. Yeah, like my my Lambo seems to be a kind of a pain in the dick, but the upside is 450 horsepower through a fucking straight pipe. Like, my, okay, yep, we'll the deal with that. Is Lamborghini, and I get to say my Lambo. Right, the Countach is. Why did you get fantastic. a Scirocco? Well, it was, it was my like second that. car. Okay, um, that I ever had was that exact car. Like it was that color. That and it was, uh, you know, one of those things where me- the memory is a mm-hmm. lot. Oh yeah, a lot better than the reality. So I have it. I don't know. It sits there. It looks nice. I spent a ton of money getting like the bodywork and all the Euro parts that I couldn't afford when I was like twenty. Mm-hmm. Like put on it. Uh, I understand. Mistakes I've were been made. There. Mistakes were made. <laughs> I've been there. Uh, so I've got that. Um, I'm not going to revisit the Volkswagen chapter of my life. I had a '97 GLX. <laughs> I don't need. You know why? What's a GLX? Uh, sorry, Jetta VR6 GLX. It's like the nice. Was that Jetta higher than V6. a GLI? Uh, yeah, because oh, it, it had sunroof, leather, all that stuff. Uh, all it, I mean, VR6 was the important part, but right. still, yeah. back to the point. Like, <laughs> 12 yeah. valve VR6s are like, that, that is where a significant portion, one of the things that I try to preach through Tim's Enthusiast Garage is like, don't buy cars that you spend $40,000 a year maintaining yeah. that are worth like five grand, you know? So, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I have that Scirocco. Yeah, I mean, it's a really good lesson. That's how you get a Lotus Esprit or a Countach or whatever it is that you really want. <laughs> 
you you know you don't own a GLX VR6. Right. I'm sorry. I mean that's a cool car and like I had one no, back in the day. I mean it, it's, at the it's time for it was, those guys. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's, they I, make know, a great I knew a noise. guy who was yes, trying to sell a forty thousand dollar Corrado. So like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I drove. Yeah. I drove it. I was like, this is nice. How much do you want for this again? <laughs> no. <laughs> you will immediately spend another forty thousand dollars. Yeah. Just yes. like heater core. Yeah. There's no. There's else, no Corrado so. on the or on the planet that doesn't need ten grand of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like E thirty or E forty six M threes. Yep. they all need ten grand oh. of something. Yes, when, so. when Armin bought his, which uh, one of our shooter friends bought mm-hmm. an E forty six Laguna Seca blue, really Great well color. maintained, Great amazing color, color. smart mm-hmm. mod that had uh, coilovers on it, and um, CSL wheels, and he he bought it for in the twenties. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he got a good deal, yeah. but it's still expensive for a car that's used. And I think he had like. 100 on the clock but it looked very new manual or smg did oh manual yeah, sure I and, and, and so he so he spent 10 more than i spent when i bought my car <laughs> and mine had fewer miles and i'm like oh well yours is perfect like the paint's perfect and the interior's perfect and i was like i mean nothing's wrong with it right and he goes well <laughs> right. it still has bmw isms you know it still has this thing's falling off and this is wiggling loose and occasionally that light comes on like they all need something yes unless, unless they come from uh, what's that company? Enthusiast Auto Group, or you know they've gone, been gone through, and then what, they, they handed the keys to you. Yeah, you know before you drive off the out the driveway, no check engine light. Speaking of which, speaking of EAG, you know EAG, right? Yeah, I thought yeah, they were yeah. in Ohio, aren't yeah, they? By in you, Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. So Eric from EAG, who's been on the show, and I, he was a great guest. Mm-hmm. I really, I, I like Eric a it's lot. It's a cool. That's a cool shop. People shit sure. on him for want, for selling expensive cars, but he sells nice fucking cars. It, it is find the right? other ten thousand miles. Well, he sent me this on Friday, and he's launching it today. So I hope I don't blow up. Spot. I hope this hasn't happened yet. Probably only for the live people. But they are selling the instant EAG collection, which is one, which is thirteen cars sold as a package. <laughs> what? Tar- the targeting targeting the board Porsche collector, and here they are: the instant EAG BMW collection, all tier one. It's an M1. Love it. An M6, 80s M6, an E28 M5, an E30 M3 Evo, an E36 Lightweight, a Z1, an S54 Clown Shoe, an E39 M5, Z8, E46, I can't, uh, E46 Competition, Z4M, 1M, and E92 M3 Lime Rock. Wow. All of those, as a package... 2.3 2.3 million delivered to your door. I love it. I love them for try. I love them for trying, man. I mean, I think that's fantastic. So if you divide 2.3 million, how much by of 13, that money is from the M1? Hopefully, a lot of it. Probably 500 grand, right? Okay. Five to yeah. 600. The Z8s, man. What Z8s are? They've softened a little bit, I think, but they're still fucking expensive. I don't. Divided by 13 is an average of 176 thousand per car. That's a high number. You know, the M3 Evo also kind of, that's an interesting, we never got those in the States, the yeah. Evo edition. I, mean, so. it's, uh, I think two-thirds of those cars I would like to own if I had mega money and mega collection. Right. A couple of them, I don't, like Lime Rock, don't really, not really a huge fan of Yeah, it. I'd be like, you M1, knock the yeah. Lime Rock fucking off. Uh, I, I never liked the, the clown shoe or the, um, the four after that, but I, I kind of get it. But what's weird, I don't know, man, That's that's like... 
It reminds me of like a Karate Kid type movie or, or like one of those feel good, funny buddy movies where like the the, the poor kids are into this thing yeah. and then their friend who wants to tag along shows up and he bought all the gear. You it's know, Richie, got, it's like Richie Rich. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little yeah. Richie Rich. It's like, hey guys, I like cars too. Look at all these, you know, <laughs> and I feel like a lot of those cars are redundant. Like they're all good driver's yeah. cars. But, you know, half are old, half are new. Yeah, like you don't need the M6 and the M5. Right. 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 You're getting a lot of similar flavors. Although, shit, you know who I just ran into? Uh, do you know who Ryan Finney is? He's an indie car driver. Okay. Uh, I don't know him, but... You probably heard of his name, right? Whatever. He's an indie car driver. Yeah. And, uh, you know, apparently a, a successful one. I, I don't follow IndyCar, but I think he's got a pretty good race record. You know, his family, He his family owns Baja Cantina. Oh. Which I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't know that it's P H I N N E Y. If you were trying to look look up his last name, which is why you might not find him if you just googling shit. But he's uh, he's you know super into cars and whatever. He just bought a uh, an e, an old M six. I don't know the E number of the eighties M. Do you know Tim? Do you know the eighties the the E number of the E twenty four E twenty four maybe yeah. yeah. Um, he bought one with no motor in it. You got like a good good price. Uh, I don't think that's him. Um, and, uh, and he put, uh, S62 V8 in it from the E39 M5. Which is an awesome engine. Which is an awesome engine. And it seems, it's not quite done yet, but it seems like that's going to be that a That seems like a great project. idea. He's coming on the show in two weeks, I believe. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Is that, you got it? You got his race record there? I got yeah. his, uh, Indy record. P-H-I-N-N-Y. Does he have, oh. does he have any wins? That's funny. The Panos site had it spelled <laughs> incorrectly. Uh, he, what does he got? Rolex sports car GT. That look right. Is that right? Eighty nine. Oh yeah, it H could seems be right. He's also importing uh, Royal Enfield motorcycles. Have you nice. seen those things? No. Nice. He's like gonna be the vintage Im ones. No, like new oh, ones. New ones. Did you know those are made in India? Did you know Royal Enfield no, is an Indian not. company? All right, like I've never recently, heard of it. Recently, right? I, yeah, they were bought yeah, yeah, by yeah, Tata, yeah. and they're yeah. made in India. They basically look like uh, Triumphs, but they're like half the price. Huh. Apparently they ride good too. Yeah, those. I think that's like a I'm vintage. feeling the spec. That's, that's like awesome. a vintage look, Oof, yeah. kind of military look one. But they have more like normally normal like streety ones too. Um, classic Desert Storm. Classic know. Chrome. He's coming on the show next week though. Yeah, like, kind of like that. He rode up to Bills in one. It was pretty fucking. Yeah, they cool. are. They look like the, those really classic Triumphs from like wow, almost like the forties. Yeah, some right? of them are some of them are a little newer cafe racer ish, sort of like Triumph Bonnevilles. Um yeah, like that one. Whatever the fuck the, that is. This is called the Bullet five hundred EFI. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, no uh They're like no seventy five hundred bucks. Oh, that's they're cool. brand new. Right. They're they wow. look like bikes that are like fifteen to twenty grand, but they're like seventy five hundred bucks. Apparently they've they're pretty nice too. That's awesome. Mm, yeah. And he's building this custom bike that he doesn't have a name for yet. He's gonna do a limited run of ten. And he's using for the bodywork on the bike um, leftover carbon fiber from his Indy cars, like the Whoa. carbon fiber side pods. They have like extra ones, and they like can cut them in certain ways that they're making like bodywork for the bike. <laughs> that's that's pretty off his yeah, yeah off like Delara Indy cars. Like, pretty fucking cool, right? That's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty righteous. Um, anyway, but nice. I forgot how we got on that. Oh, the M the V8 and the M6. That's how. But so anyway, that's a good call. If you're interested in 13 BMWs at once, you can hit up Eric at EAG. He's he's got you covered. Don't worry. They they have strong cars. I mean, I don't even know how they find some of that stuff. Like it's it's that strong. I mean, yeah. if you're into BMWs, they're definitely. They seem to be selling the best ones. They yeah. find the best ones, it's, or they they find them early and then refurb them until they are 
top spec. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Some of the the E30s, it seems like most of the E30 M3s that are for sale have like 100,000 miles. I've seen ones with 200. Yeah, except for the cars that they have, which are like, I don't even know. They must just... When when 993s started going through the roof, there were like a lot of different people started kind of doing that, like looking, scouring for right. the last low miles cars and then getting a premium for them, which I think, it, I mean, that's great. Especially if you own a shop where you know where to source original parts from. Like you for could sure. buy one that's that's a 7 tenths car and then make it a 10 tenths car sure. easier than you or I could. Which they they do a great job of. I mean, the cars that they have, I've... I've is is legit. I mean, it's there. He drove stuff. up here at the, for the show in a fucking eight fifty CSI manual that had like forty five thousand miles on it. It was rad. Oh my god, I've had some really bad, really cool the, BMWs from that era. Is pretty much the source of most of the heartbreak in my life. Yeah, I don't want. I didn't like want one. E24s but I was really happy and like to see all this. The, they're the most like uh, I just have had horrible luck with all of those cars. <laughs> so I kind of kind of steer away from that. Um, I didn't. I don't don't want it. But I think look at that top right picture. Oh, that's the white one. I mean, it's that looked like the one that he drove up in. Great shape. Fifty. Really good uh, shape. Six, yeah, it was fucking dope. Till the lights are up, but it was. Yeah, I even no, like him with the lights up. You like? Are you a pop? I'm a pop up. I mean, you know, eighties kids. So it's like kind of a. I think pop ups are not good. Me too. I, I mean, aerodynamically, aerodynamically, they're definitely not good. I don't think they look good. I think it's like like look how good the shape of this. That's a shit yeah. picture. The shape of this car is. You know, with sleek, it's it's low. It's a little. It's the traditional short deck, long For hood. Sure. And then you pop these headlights up in the middle, and it's like. It's like you just rested two mailboxes that you were you're <laughs> I mean, on the I'm way to the you. trunk, and you got to leave them there for a second, and you're like, "Oh, this is great." <laughs> yeah. I, I don't understand. People are like they're so cool. Like they're not cool. It's another thing to break. Yeah, they reduce on a Miata. They reduce my top speed by like eight miles per hour, <laughs> which is a huge. And percentage. the wind buffeting <laughs> with the top down with the lights up is pretty in my C five. They shit. were a disaster. I really, I'll, I took them off and I put the froggy lights yeah, on. Yeah, for, which are cool. Which you know what? Some people didn't like them, but honestly, the functionality was there. They were brighter and they didn't fuck the arrow all up at yeah. night. So yeah, I'm with whatever. you. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm with you. Now, speaking of which, now I have a fucking giant fog light pod in the front of my 911. I haven't been. Yeah. O- I haven't been over like. 80 in it yet though so we'll, and, and that's not like you're not gonna drive that 600 miles on the highway like you do the vet up and down to Monterey and stuff I might nothing's cooler nothing's cooler than that though I mean if you've got then the, then yeah. the 911 the, 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 the headlight pod no, no that mean, fucking like, car is rad as hell there was a I got the Seinfeld approval at breakfast yesterday really yeah he, sh- he came he showed up he was like this first off he remembered my last name which I was very excited about and he got out of his car and goes Matt Farrow I was like oh Yes, you remembered who I am, and then they, him, they, all the three of them agreed collectively that this car is very me, and that's 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 the only compliment I need. This, this I mean, is it me. doesn't get any better than yeah. That. It's and uh, God damn, is it fucking fun? Ugh. That car is so. How's fun. the power now compared to Great. before? I mean, it's it's not much faster, but it's got the light flywheel and clutch makes a difference. It's got good response. Exhaust sounds really nice. Cool. That's all it's, you need. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it, I mean, maybe it's twenty five more horsepower than before. Maybe, but like, oh, I thought you were doing like a forty jump or something. I don't know. I, I don't. I'm put on a fucking dyno. I have no idea. Oh. Plus, who knows how the off road tires like change? Oh, that's you know very the true. power at the wheels. Like, how much taller true. are they? Uh, well, you can you can see in that picture it's a four inch lift. Yeah, okay. So it's not like. You know, it's not huge, but Lee says the suspension has three times as much travel as stock. 
Well, like the I was aiming for potholes yesterday. Yeah, how was it? Awesome. Yeah, it's fine, right? <laughs> Dude, <were> awesome <laughs> on the PCH. Those potholes down in Santa Monica. Yeah, I was aiming for those, and it was just like just like the Raptor. You hit them on throttle and just just right just right over it. It's so good. What's, you need to go. Do you know what curb. the spring rates are? No. <laughs> I, no I, I'm so intrigued. You got, you're gonna by have this. to ask Lee. I don't yeah. fucking know. Um, it's freaking fantastic. It's just it's the right look. It's the right pictures. Feel. Do not do and it justice. like the handling is fine. Like I didn't, you know, it's not for mobbing canyons, but like I went pretty quick up PCH yesterday, and like it'll take a corner. Like it's fine. You Predi- know, it's it, predictable. I mean, it's got it's still a, a driver. It's got car. a little lean to it, yeah, it but does. like fine. It's fi- you know everything I like about 911s is right there, mm. dude. That that Camaro I drove leaned. It is not as much as yours, probably, yeah. but one of those predictable, like, it's going to lean every time two to three inches and right. then set. Yeah. You know? Dude, it, and the brakes, they put, it's got new brakes. The brakes are really good. The steering's really sharp. Like, the clutch feels nice. The sh- it's got the Wevo uh, short shifter, which feels really good. Like, all the things I like about 911s that are there. It's just like, all the things I like about Raptors are also there. <laughs> Seems like a really good car. Yeah, it's so fucking fun. It's Zach fantastic. and I are going to go make the video after this show today. Oh, cool. You got your gold key. That's brass. Rose Pull brass. it over. I'll, I'll plug it. It's called, uh, flat six keys, I think it's called. Patrick Stevenson's new thing. He's making keys out of brass, stainless steel, and titanium. That one's brass. Well, I guess because your, your key handle was plastic before. My stock right. key is kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just... A, it's, it's just a stock key, but, but like it's you know it's fairly shitty. It's plastic and yeah. fucking whatever, and that the brass key is like sort of a luxury item. Yeah, totally. It's nice, got good weight to it. But the car is also like a luxury item, so it's cool yeah. to have the a feel of the key matched kind of the feel. Yeah, of the like car. this key is fucking janky as hell. The stock key, the uh, back feels Porsche, like my Civic. Yeah, the Porsche crest like fell out of it sometime in the fucking eighties. Like it's just a janky fucking right key. I'm excited, but no, Lee Lee did like such a good job with that car it's fucking so cool dude yeah riding in in his when we shot it years ago yeah like, this is a good idea this is a this fantastic is a idea and the, idea. everyone loves them i had a crowd around that thing yesterday and whenever i drive it it's like thumbs up and pictures and it's just it, it elicits happiness from people that's good that's all you can ask for that's fucking that's, good it's a great car yeah i can't i can't wait to just drive it more and i mean and i just sold the focus so like oh that, cool this is my what daily driver like? now yeah i did I liked the 1552 wheels. On Me it. too. Yeah, it I, it really look. improved the ride. You went uh, minus one on mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah, that. I went down 18s, and and you know they hooked it up real nice, and and I was I was very happy about it. But ultimately, like you can change anything about a car, almost make it faster. You can change how, but in a modern car anyway, you're stuck with the seating position. If the seat can't Ugh. be. You can't just pull the seats out of a 2016 car right. without throwing an airbag light and all the shit. So, especially on a leased car. So, like, it just hurt my back so bad. It hurt my back, my hips. Really? My, yeah. The seating position is all fucking wrong in that car. Because in order to move the seat down. I like to be way on the ground. Me too, cars. right? And in, in, my, in the 911, in fact, I only have a slider on the passenger seat. My seat is bolted to the floor because I wanted to sit as low That's as possible. Up. So they measured it for me and just bolted my seat to the floor. So I sit fucking low. It's really great. And yeah, the, the, the seats are a little, there's a little stagger on the seats. But in the focus, as you lower the seat, 
like if th if this is the front where yeah. your knees are hanging off, right? It doesn't lower like this. It lowers like this. Yeah, most cars do that. So, yeah, so the lower it goes, the more it increases the angle of your knees, and it tightens the angle at your hips. Yeah. And if you happen to have a sensitive back, it's really painful to drive that like mm. that for more than a few minutes. So I honestly, like, I didn't notice it on the test drive, but the first time I drove the car for like an hour and a half, I was like... Why do I need a massage right now? Like, why am I in some pain? <laughs> so anyway, I found someone who wants it. The seat position doesn't bother them. They're five foot eight. <laughs> he doesn't, <laughs> right, he doesn't right, care. Right. And so he's, he's the check half cleared. And That's it is, awesome. It's going to go on a truck probably next week. So I'm not. I took it off the insurance. So I ain't driving it no more. I might have to do a little wrap up video or something, but I just did a video. I like with the it. RS. I, I would prefer a Fiesta. I know that's well. That's yeah. you know who no. who bought it is the guy who owns my old Fiesta. Oh really? He owned, he, the current owner of my old Fiesta is the guy who bought that. Hmm. So okay, but the 911 sitting in it, it is it's so ergonomically correct e that even though the clutch those is heavier, seats are amazing. What are those? They seats? Are. They're called RSR Classics. I think are the seats. I think that's what they're called. RSR Classics. Fucking all all the guys yesterday. Seinfeld was like, "Who makes these seats?" Yeah, they're those are great. those are fantastic. Wait, do uh, do they? You those are the seats you had when you got the car, right? No, I had the car with stock seats. In it. Oh, because even those seats, I remember sitting and going, "These are better." They're than fantastic. Sixty percent of new. Did market it have seats. like stock sports seats? It had the stock sports the sports seats, seats from that era. Are great. Sitting in the, the fucking box. The really up. big deep side bolsters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are great. But these are uh, like a vintage style uh, bucket. In fact, you can see in that picture how much lower the driver's seat is than the passenger. See that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no. The headrest is like a good. The headrests are a little different. Um, but those are. Are really comfortable and they use a memory foam that breaks in, which is really nice. Mm. And so, uh, there's a pin, there's the stock seats. I still yeah. got them for sale. Nobody wants them in really good shape. Ox, uh, uh, burgundy leather, they're really comfortable. Very yeah, nice. I don't actually know if those are the sport seats. Yeah, they those don't look like the sport they seats, they look like the standard seats. Sport right? seats from that era are pretty great. I they mean, those the seats big, are good. Deep, the deep, the, deep it's, bolstering, it's like, right? uh, yeah, you have to be like a 34 waist, yeah. <laughs> but you make it happen if, yeah. you're, if you're my size. So. Are you uh, clear brawing a bunch of the cars that are already been done so you can do dirt things? I haven't done any clear bra yet. I am going to, to clear bra some of it, yeah. I mean, I, you know me. I'm not going to do that much off-roading because I don't, I, don't, I don't like off-roading that much. You really, you don't like the fast. It's not that I don't. It's not I don't, that I, I don't, I don't rock crawling like the stuff we do on all cars style off road. I do, I do like it, but like, there's a lot I, of debris I like it, out here. I mean, I just I like it when it's like <laughs> part of work or something. But I, on any given weekend, I'm not like you know what I'm gonna do right now. Drive fucking two hours out to the desert to drive more to drive. I just I this happened that. with the Raptor too. Like if the opportunity comes up, yeah. But I, the idea, I'm not going to spend whole days doing that. No, I think uh, it would be, if I was in your shoes, because I understand, like I went, did, I went and offered that Wrangler, and yeah. I was like, okay, I, if I owned an offer vehicle, how often would I drive out somewhere to slowly drive around and come That's back? That's what I'm saying. Not often. Yeah. But I think if you found other people in, in town that you're friends with or whatever that have cars like these, you guys could plan an A to Z trip, like well, Barstow what, to Vegas, type, yeah. one of those things would be sick. Well, the next four cars Lee is building are for California, so we're going to plan that that off that rally thing that he did with all the safari cars yeah but when, when will those be done 
like a, a year. Yeah, you should you should drive it on the dirt before that. I'm I'm gonna drive it in the dirt before that, but like I don't want anyone to be giving me any fucking shit about this. <laughs> I built this car to drive in the city. That's this is a city 911. This is what that is. That's what it's for. I don't want to hear it. No, no. I just remember how much fun you had with Lee's car. I That's did have all. fun with Lee's car. Yeah, you, sh- you should go. Have fun. I did. That being said, I should, but uh, that spell. I had fun when with, when, the, when the opportunity presents itself. <laughs> when the opportunity presents itself, I'm going to do a thing. I think with Speed Hunters and Larry Chen, and we'll go out and play and get pictures and all that kind of stuff and have fun. But like, Ooh, you should find a street spot though that you like. I don't know, go off a curb or jump for the photo because like if it's a street, if it's like an urban vehicle, yeah, you know, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, but ultimately. I wanted a 911 with ground clearance and good ride and all that shit to drive every day in the city. That's what this is. So I don't want to hear any fucking crap. <laughs> How's the uh, the clutch I, weight? It's stock-ish. Fine. feels stock. It's a lightweight flywheel and clutch, so it spins up nice, but it's not... And it has an LSD in it. We really? put a quaff in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, should we hit up some super chat questions? I saw a yeah. few. What do we got going on there? Oh wow, we got a bunch. Can you punch in on those? Because I can't read shit. Uh, if you want to ask me and Tim some things about cars, get in the super chat now for the last thirty minutes of the show. This is big enough. You need more more font. Uh, it's big enough. Oh, there we go. That sounds good. Uh, let's see. Logan M says I built a '65 Mustang with a swapped uh Fox body five liter in it. I'm uh, 12k in. Is that dollar thousand yeah. dollars? And I don't know if I should sell it and make money, or spend more money on it. And then he plugged his own Instagram for five bucks, bro. <laughs> no thanks. Um, let's see. What do you? Well, what do you think? Does it work? Like, I mean, that's a lot. Like, that seems like a really good package because you have a reliable V8 in a classic Mustang. Right. You know, if it works, you can drive around. I would stop. I don't know. If you've got a vision, if you have a vision and it's a clear vision, finish it. How yeah. far are you away from the goal? Did you, did he set right. out to build like a road coursey pro touring thing or is it just a reliable hot rod to drive around? Yeah, I That's, mean, there, the thing about a 65 Mustang is you can get one for four grand, you can get one for 40 grand, you can get one for 400 grand. Yeah. So it's a highly specific, you know, thing and 12K in, so that means to make money. You got to sell it for 15, 16. Do people want to buy a 5 liter swapped 65 Mustang for 16 grand? Um, well, if that's it and he's got 12 into it, good for him. I mean, the color is fucking hideous. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what he's thinking with that color, but that's not good. Well, um, I mean, it's it's definitely a resto mod looking car. And yeah. If you did that for 12, yeah. you could probably sell it for more than 12. It look, I mean, I'm assuming you've done a lot of work yourself. Yeah. So. If he's, if he's, yeah, I mean, you could sell it, but like, that seems like a highly personal thing that it does. A I lot also of think that might not so, like that engine. I mean, I mean, it, it's, it's, it depends on, it's not a great engine. Yeah. It's an okay engine, but it's not like, it's not like the greatest. If you're I going mean, for mega, mega dollars. There's a sell. cap to it, right? You know, right. you, you know, 250 at the wheels. And then to get beyond that, That's, it's superchargers right. or it's full on race motor, mm-hmm. you know, I am going to say, I, if, if I was in his shoes, I'd sell it because I feel like that market for classic things is just 
you know, slowly descending. And this is kind of a specific look with a not great engine, so the market's probably even smaller. Rest you know? mods are always so. I mean, it's. Oh, it's I mean, go to Barry key, Jackson. Yeah. It's like totally hit, hit and miss. Either yeah, someone likes right. it or they don't. Yeah, and so, those cost and a that, lot. That color yeah. is going to dictate right. that more than anything else. All right. I mean, but we all get to that dilemma, right? Like with my Fox body, mm-hmm. it was like, all right, is it time to sell this, or do I have to put another twenty grand into right. this thing to make it what I really would excite me next? You know. Did you break out of that good? I saw you. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I mean, it sold for $65,000 on Bring a Trailer, so half of that money for charity. Right. Um, but I had I had about 30 of my own right. money into it. So, yeah, I, I, I came out. Good. good. I was able to exit that car for the well, amount of money your, I had into it. You can it. lose your... Oh, I could have easily I mean, lost my ass on that thing. Yeah. And the charity gets some money, and, and the owner, the, the guy who bought it is super, super stoked on right it. On. He thinks it's cool as fuck, so whatever. Yeah, that's it's great. That's the best case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, Word Dot says, there's a 91964 uh, on Bring a Trailer. Neat outlaw stuff done in California. Previous rust repair on Cal, 88,000 miles. It was an East Coner, uh, car. Owner won't smog it. May need a top-end rebuild. <laughs> Walk or run away. I mean, rust repair on you know on a California car. How's let that? Let me see happen? if let's see if Zach can find the 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 nine six four on Branch Road. Nine six fours can really go either way. It really depends on the the car. I mean, owner won't smog. You well, know, it was an East Coast car, so it's in California oh, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see, oh, yeah. okay. So the owner, so it has no cats on it. Oh, is that it? Ninety one. It's an outlaw style. It does look outlaw. Rare two coupe, five speed, six thousand miles. Yeah, I mean the bidding's only at twenty five G's. How many days? I wouldn't necessarily. Oh, one day. I wouldn't well, necessarily well. say run. I mean, go down. I don't know about the chrome window trim on that thing. Pull that over so the audience can see it. I there's a weird hodgepodge of yeah. shit in this car. So it's got the 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 weird GT buckets which don't work in this car at all. But then it's got the stock wheels. And then it's got a rear seat delete, and then it's got chrome window trim. <laughs> they wanted a G body, but got a nine six four. Yeah, that's what happened. This here. is a fucking weird car. I don't know about this. I I would only buy the. I wouldn't run, but I only I'd only buy this if it was cheap because you got to fucking fix a bunch of stuff on this thing. Yeah, a top. I mean, if it needs a top end rebuild, that's a problem. And then I would an watch, engine rebuild on a nine six four starts at fifteen thousand dollars. Oh, the pedals are nice. I would watch um, Casilla's video when he found the rust on his car <laughs> because uh, this had this. They, he said this has rust repair done to it, but if it has, you need to make sure all the rust was found. Like, figure out who did the rust repair, how in depth they looked. You know, because if it crept into the, because I think Larry's was on like the inner fender liner, it was like very hidden. Yeah, and then and he, he took the, the he, fender off. Was like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah As a little. Midwestern resident, let me just say, previous rust repair, I, I would. I don't know, man. I, you almost can, unless like a real pro welds in the right panels. Right. It's it's never going to be right. So and this car's got knows. some real funky shit going on with it. I mean, you're you're essentially buying someone else's vision. But you can't confirm that their vision was executed to the standard that you want. It also looks a little weird. What color is this? Can someone? I, it's like a dark. It's like a dark asphalt, red. It's oh, it's gray. gray. Yeah. Um, the interior seat delete is like red carpet with red piping around it. I don't know if it's me. Only if it's cheap. Yeah, That's I mean, if it's thirty me. grand. Yeah. But it doesn't Roll have it's it's this car is not a candidate for an investment car. Mm-hmm. It's got the wrong stuff to be an investment buy. So if you see that and go, yeah, I want to drive that, then if you can get it cheap, yeah, sure. I wouldn't say run. 
No, I would not say run, but I would I would say don't pay too much. Yeah, because you're gonna have to put money into that car, and in California, money into a Porsche is expensive. Looks like it has stock suspension because the the the, the, um, the wheels are like inset from the fenders a little bit. Doesn't have like I a nice hate wide stance. Those wheels, those stock nine six four wheels, are my least favorite wheels on any modern nine eleven. Thank you, sir. What else we got, Zach? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, no, yeah, I like the honesty. The honesty is yeah. right. I mean, do you do you think different? You were worse. No. You were more. You you said. Yeah. Well, rust repair. I mean, I'll be honest. I looked for a GTR for a long time before I, f- I found an R32, and I those cars rust. You know, I mean, yeah. if it's a car that rusts and and it has previous rust repair, unless you really like spending money, that might not be the right call for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, yeah, there you go. Greg says, uh, you gave me advice about driving the ring a few months ago. Yes, I said, don't, don't do it in video games. Just go show up and drive. I went, took your advice, and had an awesome time doing five laps in a Swift. All right. Mm, Swift, good. The Suzuki Swifts are rad. Mm-hmm. Those things are so slow and so fun. This proves our point from earlier. Slower car. Slower is good. Yeah. Yeah. Do not, do not drive a GT3. Yeah, you pay yeah, per lap. Um, if yeah. you're driving a GT3, that lap goes by too fast and your money is less, hey, your yeah, money's you go. less good. <laughs> your price value is better in a slower car. Plus, if you crash it, your entire year is... Or life. Or, li- or life, depending yeah. on... Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one's for Zach. Mateo says, how hard is it to rent an Arctic truck in Iceland? Easy if you have money. I mean, they rent... They rent a, a wide range of vehicles. You can get them with guides or without guides. You can take them for you know various amounts of time. Um, so just go to their website. The website's really good, and it'll tell you what they do. Um, the uh, Rob Ferretti and Adventure Drives is doing an Adventure Drives event in Iceland in the spring. Cool. So if you have some money, Adventure Drives is not it's not crazy expensive. It's basically the 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 cost plus a a bit of a fee to to for to have someone else arrange it all for you. Um, they are doing Adventure Drives in Iceland in the spring with Arctic rented Arctic trucks. So there's going to be a portion that's a road drive, and then a portion that is Arctic trucks drive yourself. Uh, but guided tours on the glaciers. Have you been? You've been to Iceland? I haven't. Uh, Strongly recommend. Yeah. Well, actually, one of the guys from RSR just went. Actually, didn't uh, one of the guys from fifteen fifty two just went? Yeah, yeah. Cr- Matt Crook was Matt, just there. Matt went. just went. Yeah. I think Sarah Trimble went with him. Didn't yeah, she? He did. Yeah, yeah. They both. They it both looked, went. It looked. I don't. I want to. It's my next thing. It's very cool. The my one thing to beware of for anyone who goes to Iceland, it is insanely expensive. Everything really? is insanely expensive. Huh. You just basic food, you know, a hamburger is thirty dollars. It's that. Wait it's, for real? Yes, for real. Wow. Iceland's super, super expensive. It's awesome. Huh. It's like just be prepared. Like yeah. that's, that's why I recommend uh, going on someone else's dime if you can. <laughs> but and if you want a if you want a similar experience for a lot less money, South Island, New Zealand. Uh, is a lot cheaper and incredible. Mm. Mm-hmm. Incredible! And I would say better food because they have and more f- climates to grow in. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> food is better, yeah. Uh, yeah. But Iceland is very unique and cool. Uh, Ryan says, oh, Tim, great to see you on the podcast. We en- would have enjoyed meeting you at Mid-Ohio. I guess you weren't there. Passive aggressive. Uh, sorry. How passive aggressive. <laughs> sorry. He was lucky enough to do an RSR track day with Ron at Spa. Ron is good people. Another vo- Man, a lot of votes for RSR Nurburg. Thanks, Ryan. Justin says, heading to North Lake Tahoe for a week. Any off-roading trails within a couple hours? Do you know any off-road trails up there, Zach? I don't know any, but Google. Like, every trail I've found in the last ever is I just went to Google. Because I, I don't know. You, I don't offer a lot. You don't offer a lot. Seriously, um, 
BLM has a lot, sorry, Bureau of Land Management, there's a lot of open national park land that is meant for off-roading and allowed for off-roading. I was surprised at the number of trails up near Bear Mountain. There was a ton, and what I would say is there's some really good sites that have photos and maps and everything, and if you off-road a lot, you can pay a membership for them. I think one's called like All Trails. I just actually pulled up. I use All Trails. All Trails is really I didn't good. realize they had off-road trails. They, they I do. use All Trails for hiking all the time. It's like a great app for finding hikes. Because that's what Hannah and I do. Well, they literally have oh, all shit. the trails. They have a bunch of off-road trails. Yeah. How about that? So if if you want to buy a subscription or something like that, because otherwise it takes a bit of digging to find some good information. And yeah, just dude. make sure you find something that's in your uh, ability range. Dude, Justin, just yeah. get the All Trails app. I just pulled it up, and there are a dozen off-roaded trails rated by stars and by how easy they are, and there's a bunch of info um, the on, comments on all trails are also really important. Mm. It's like, this is washed out, or I went oh, here and it was hard great. in my two-wheel drive rental car, but if I had gone in my lifted Jeep, which yeah. you know, I own, like, there's a lot of people that have some wisdom. That, oh, this is helps. great, dude. And you can, you, the, the all trails app, I'm just looking through it. It has a, it has a logger so you can record your trip. It's got waypoints on GPS. It shows your elevation. Hmm. Uh, it says, you know, all all kinds of different information. Look, I can download. <laughs> I'm downloading the app right now. Yeah, no, I I don't. They, I don't. I don't. They don't pay us, but uh, <laughs> they but should. This they is really should. I use it for hiking, and and I now I'm going to use it for off roading. That is a good tip. Um, sorry to just like refer you to someone else, Justin. I uh, we don't have the expertise for you, but I would totally get down with all trails yep. on that. Oh shit! Just got an email from Ho- shipment from Hodinkee is on the way. Yes, oh, my new watch. The Orange Boy Octavia, the oh. special edition one. Yeah. What do you, is, do you have a Carrera? Is that what you got yeah. going on there? Uh, this uh, is an Omega Legend. Ooh. That's the Schumacher, the last one. Hey, it's a 3313 nice. movement. That's very nice. I wasn't nice. trying to wear a... Like, I was trying to like... That's you know, nice. What's the best watch? It's I a good piece. I like it. That Matt would be intrigued by. I, I like it very much. I'll hand it to you right now. Let me see. Uh, well, Nick says... Uh, what's up, Tim? Driving the... Oh, God. He's got a Yugo. <laughs> oh, Nick. You, you know, know this man. I know this guy. He's driving oh. the Yugo from New York City uh, to New York City from Columbus this month. After that, should I K20 swap it or try to turn it into a boat? Into a so boat. This, this kid, uh, he has he found this Yugo, whatever the good Yugo is, GT. The good Yugo is, is a Volkswagen. G- they made a whatever G-L? GTA, GTs, whatever. It's GTI, it's by Volkswagen. That's no. the good Yugo. <laughs> I'm with you, but. Uh, he bought this in a field. It was in a field for five years. It has active mold growing on it, oh, and he brought it to this. Uh, I do this show called Motor Vice, which is like an '80s '90s themed show. He brought that thing and uh, parked it in our like VIP. It was pretty sick. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> by I, sick I, you mean like it has AIDS? Uh, it's pretty awesome. Like it, <laughs> it has active moss growing on it, and like uh, it's pretty great, and it runs really nice. He just he raised the bar of patina, is what he but did. The patina he, bar he is high. Everyone high. who's like, I've got some rust and patina. He's like, oh yeah, active mold. You should you should K twenty swap it though, and that's yeah, that's and get good. the fucking mold out of it. It's not good. <laughs> I like this a, watch a lot. Isn't that good? It's carbon fiber dial, I really like. And I like the uh, the skeletonized hands as well, and the applied indices. In the very uh, check cool. this out. The uh, pushers are pistons. Oh, they how are cool the is that with the rings? Pistons. Yeah, that's so. a nice piece. The Omega Speedmaster, the Legend, which is the Michael Schumacher watch. It's got his uh, his his race victories written around the bezel. Very cool, nice Thanks, piece. Man. Thanks. I'm a fan. Uh, Max says I'm seriously about to buy an S2000, but I'm a big boy, six foot and two eighty. I'm worried about thigh room. 
uh, and and no tilt wheel. Smaller wheel buckets. All right. So I had one. I fit. I'm a. I'm not too. I'm not quite two eighty. Think. I right. definitely. I'm six two, and I was two eighty <laughs> at, at one down. point. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> just stop at six two. You know? Yeah. I my I could fit in the car, but my knees were really a problem, and so it's really going to depend on your knees. It's not. It's not going to be your waist or your gut or your head. It's going to be your knees, and so. I, I, you know, fucking just go sit in it. Yeah, you know, I, I, you drive know. one. If Don't you rigid some... mount a seat like you did to, yeah. on yours, you can fit. They have Easily. the tall man mods. Yeah, Are there tall man yeah, mods yeah, for yeah. that. Lotus does the same thing. Yeah, I wouldn't you... take out the steering wheel because you've got an airbag there. If you can, if you can get around that, and I, and I don't think the size of the steering wheel. I think it's a good size stock. So like to go with a smaller one, it would just change the steering feel in a negative way. But what were you gonna say about the seats? I think rigid mount a seat uh, low that fits you, and you won't have a problem. Also, buy an AP1. Don't buy an AP2. That's my two cents. Because you prefer the the older. Uh, it revs to forever. Yeah, and and it, I don't. It's a Honda. Neither one has torque. Everyone says the AP2 has torque. No, it doesn't. It has more technically. <laughs> yes. Technically, I mean, it has but more. you know, it, no, no, I, I agree to, with you. You know, yeah. you're not getting any torque. Uh, the AP1, I think, feels more special. It's more twitchy. Um, the suspension, you know, they but some, didn't but a lot of that was uh, it was a suspension geometry under compression, right? Yeah. So if you put mm-hmm. some aftermarket, um, what like tow links or something yep. on it, you can to- fix that. Links. Yeah, I, I love the AP one. Uh, I like those cars. I, you know, the the lack of torque kind of always keeps me away from buying another one. But great car. There, it's a it's a well made car. Oh yeah, and they're, they are a lot of fun to drive Absolutely. and throw around. But they're they're getting old at this point. Yeah, it know? is a it is an old car, and I yep. think there's so many other cars from that era that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Max. Uh, Brosif says, what cars do you like but do not like the sound of to the point where you wouldn't drive one? And he brings up the 350Z as an example. That was going to be my answer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I stopped reading after the sound of, and I was like, I got mine. Yeah. That's fine. V- anything with a VQ is not a good Aftermarket place to start. Open straight pipes on those is the, the worst nightmare. <laughs> uh, I've driven there's... a couple that where if they go with a single exhaust, mm-hmm. it's like a titanium Better. single. It's a lot. Lot better, it um, makes it deeper. I think. Yeah, but when they're um, so what else bad. doesn't? What really doesn't sound? Good? Oh, you know what doesn't sound good? Um, is the uh, the Mustang EcoBoost. Those don't sound the, very it, good. It, it, here's what it doesn't do: is no matter. So the four cylinder turbo, you, you at a thousand RPMs and six thousand RPMs. It's just an appliance. It's uh, all the time. There's, there's, there's a guy never driving like around. a rev. I don't know. It's just a. F- there was a guy driving around an EcoBoost Mustang with a straight pipe on it no, recently. Don't. It sounded horrible. Yeah, those those do not sound fantastic. It, which is weird because like the Focus RS sounds, it sounds fantastic. Really I know. Nice. That's why, I was, yeah, that's why but, I was hesitant to even say no, that. No, the Focus it, RS sounds good. I don't know what they the do Mustang with the Mustang? It's like it's so bad. Uh, what else sounds terrible? Everyone who straight pipes a V6 Challenger or Charger, those sound terrible. Those sound really and bad. There's a yeah. lot of them. Or how about how about this? Any half ton pickup truck with an automatic gearbox and like a Flowmaster on it. Like when the, when they're like when automatic gearbox is like hunting gears oh, with a loud exhaust on it, it's awful. I think when I was a kid I liked anything that had a V8 and trucks always had them and always had exhaust, so I just I still like it for Yeah, no I just I like them when if it's ma- you got to be able to control the gears. When it's oh, hunting no. the yeah. gears on its own, it's not good. <laughs> Thanks, Bros. If Petrolhead says I'm looking for a third car uh, utility vehicle for uh, camping, Home Depot runs, etc. I have a four thousand dollar 
budget and a manual gearbox is a plus. Oh, Jesus. Uh, How much Toyota, can you get? I have a weird suggestion a here. Yeah. Okay. That you will hate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I love 04 Land Rover Discovery. Is cheap. They are cheap. Is pretty reliable. The ABS. Really? ABS module is going to lose a weld, and you're going to have the three amigos. However, the 04 came with diff lock. Uh, it is uh, reasonably competent off road as it is. You can you can, they can fit seven people. There you go. I don't know. It's a it's a weird and it's no, there's no manual option. So but maybe I, but fun. I mean, it can do all the trail fun. It can do it's, that. It, it is probably not going to grenade. It other it might things grenade. other things are going to happen that are very bad. <laughs> like th- bad things will happen if you buy a Discovery. I I don't know. I, I have one. Be, oh, really? <laughs> I does do. It, does it work? It works great, yeah. Um, it has had head gaskets done. Brian uh, Scotto's got one. He's coming on the show on Wednesday, I think. We can discuss with him. Yeah, yeah. See what he... Th- I, I'm serious. I The 4.6, BMW overcomplicated the 4.6, so the, the earlier... I'm, I can't, I'm sorry, I promised I wouldn't talk about this on That's here. Okay. I'd go with a Cherokee, because you can find... It won't look good, but it'll probably work fine. Four liter, four grand. Like an XJ? Uh... Yeah, that an XJ. Yeah. That's what you call an XJ. Yeah, yeah. one yeah. of those. You know, so, I mean, your answer is more fun, mm-hmm. but like this is four thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, $4, you will not have any money left to fix it, which you probably are really yeah. cheap. I mean, can you just can you buy a fucking straight up like OG Silverado or something like? Probably a little bit. Out here, maybe. Where does he live? The problem with those in like where I live is they rust like completely. Right. Like the frame breaks. Like it's bad. How much is a Forester? (laughs) You know, from like like a like a two thousand one. You could get a manual. Can you get an Outback? A a manual Outback? Yeah, totally. Like a like a two thousand. Do they make a manual XT? Yes. That would be a good option. They did make a manual XT. They did. Scrap the Discovery. Get the XT. XT might be more expensive, but it would work. Yeah. Uh, make sure it has a head gasket done. Okay. Or you could get a Lexus RX 300. <laughs> my mom <laughs> That's swears. so true. My mom <laughs> swears by them. If you it's wanna, got 33 yeah. inch tires on it. Like. Oh, really? That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you don't want the manual, Moon Rover one, not a manual. Is it, the is first it the, gen, the first one. gen, yeah, yeah the first like gen. Yeah. It's super reliable. Yeah, they'll run, they'll run forever. <laughs> Hang Zhang says, uh, "Oh, thank you for being a good thing on your commute. I, I, I appreciate that." Nine nine six twin turbo owner debating between a nine nine seven GT two or wait two years for a nine nine one GT three manual, which is the better as a rad daily and long term value. First off. A nine nine seven one GT two is like a two hundred thousand dollar car right now. They're really expensive, and I don't see them dropping too much. Yeah, you know what the, I mean. They're, the last one I saw sold for like over two hundred. Is like more than the than a brand new GT three. Like a brand new GT three is like one hundred seventy five grand, and you can get them for a sticker right now. Even nine nine six GT twos are still like kind of crazy. GT twos are one hundred twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I don't, I don't know. And so, so the the GT two, uh, the nine nine seven is is a is already a, a known collectible yeah, that is not. expensive as fuck. So I I am not entirely sure. What did I say? GT two RS GT two RS for four hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So that's off the list. Yeah. I mean, they're, GT2s are fucking expensive. And he also said Brad Daly. So if you daily a $400,000 car, 
you're either not going to, or you're just bringing the value down every time you drive it, right? Yeah. And it's risky. I mean, if you really want a daily, get a 997 Turbo Manual. Mm-hmm. You know what I Which mean? is a great upgrade a, to a 996 twin turbo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you like a yeah, 996 turbo, get a 997 turbo. It's still fucking Metzger, manual. Mm-hmm. You could you could fucking throw 150 horsepower at that thing without re- worrying about reliability. The interior is way better than yeah, the one he's got now. For sure. That's yeah. the way to go. I think those GT2s are really expensive, and I, don't, mm-hmm. I think they're too expensive for daily. Uh, thank you, sir. Dale says, we need a Tommy Effia podcast. Tommy has an open invite when he comes here. He lives in Connecticut. When he comes to L.A., he can come on the podcast. Anthony says, I have a near-mint 97 Miata with full suspension, a roll bar, and upgraded brakes. Do I trade it on a 16 BRZ plush cash and with that has mods, or no. do I turbocharge my Miata? I don't think the BRZ will give you anything the Miata's not... Uh, other than a roof. Yeah. I mean... I would right? take a 97 Miata <laughs> with suspension. Is that an NB or an NA? That's an NB. NB. That's an NB? Maybe. I think 97? It, oh, wait. It uh, might be the last no, year Last NA. year of the NA. Yeah. Um, I had a 1.6 NA that I Gretty turbocharged that I absolutely... Did loved. it work all the time? It did work all the time. Okay. Well, I did no, I did no intercooler, like four pounds, five pounds of boost. It's fun. Uh, in track suspension, and boy, was it a, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, the Miata's going to be more fun. And BRZ, I did not enjoy the BRZ. The BRZ is not going to feel Maybe much I'm faster. Maybe I'm alone. Did plus, you the BRZ? Plus, huh? You enjoy the BRZ? I like it. I, I enjoy I certain BRZs. Um, I like the look. I mean, it's a cool-looking car, but... I, for me, I can't fit in an NA Miata for shit. So True. for me, you know, if you're my size, I think the BRZ is a better, you know, and and if you if you got some money to throw a Rotrex on a BRZ, now we're talking, mm. uh, like, because a Rotrex BRZ is like two eighty five at the wheels on pump gas, and that now it now you're in something yeah. that feels fast. You right. know what I mean? Now it's like, oh, this could hang with like a Cayman S. You know what I mean? As opposed to a, a stock BRZs. Never let you forget right. how slow they are. <laughs> never, <Yeah>. never. <laughs> Especially because never. They, their cornering ability is so good. Yeah, and then you come out of a corner. It's the weirdest and you thing. Stay at that I'm speed, gonna pin you know? it. Oh, oh I, well, I just read. Um, I was doing some research. I think it was Best Driver's Car or Lightning Lap. One of the one of the magazines that's out right now. It's like the a big group test, and it, I think it was VIR. It must have been Lightning Lap. The BRZ TS, like the new one that's got the wing and shit on it. In in certain corners, like three or four places in on, around VIR, the BRZ TS has the same speeds as like the ZR1. Like the cornering Whoa, speeds wow, are, that's are crazy. Like, the cornering speeds are like way, way, way up there. On what tires? The uh, Super Sports. That's amazing. But but then it's um. But then you. <laughs> You know, the difference on the straight is like 40 miles an hour, 50 miles. You know, it's a, it's a difference. It's like laughable. You well, know? I think also how much speed are you gaining on a straight out of a corner? Because your exit speed is probably like amazing, right. but it can't, it can't yeah. accelerate because you're already at a high speed. Yeah. Depending so, on the corner, of course. I mean, right. I think, you know, if, if having a hard roof will improve your life, that's going to really be the difference. It's really the only thing. Yeah. But if it's just driving fun, just turbo the Miata. Yeah. Save money. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you. Chris Goodwin says, oh, yeah, he wrote me an email earlier on Iceland. Yes, uh, I bought a 2018 Focus ST for a fun car. I've only put 1,200 miles on it since July. Will it fetch any money in 10 years if I keep it original and pristine? No. No. It, that there, There's... Uh, you should drive it. You should just drive it. Drive the wheels off it. A fo- it. If it was a Focus RS, maybe. 
and I and I I'm, I really am emphasizing the maybe, but STs are not actually special. They're well, I mean they're nice, yeah, but they're not they're not collectibles. Th- think about how long it took mm-hmm. for like an Integra Type R. Yeah, to yeah rise that's a pretty special. Thirty car, years, though. right? Yeah, 20, right. That is twenty yeah. years. Twenty years. years. Yeah. So that's special, and it still took twenty. So that's twice right. as long. It may you know lift. That's the a boat, homologation but... race car. Yeah, that, they're, they're yeah. fucking seam welded. I mean, those are those are very special. In and also they had a reputation for being stolen and parted out. So. It's not any. Oh, that's true. All Integra Type R's are not valuable. That's Only very the true. ones with clean titles and matching engines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can buy a Type R right now for eight thousand bucks. That's been stolen four right. times. That would be know, fun. It's the That'd ones that great. are forty-five grand or fifty grand are the ones that are with low miles that have never been fucked with. So, but I, I no. But even so, like if you bought an Integra Type, how much is Integra Type R new? You know what I mean. If you bought one new and kept it pristine, I think it was and sub thirty thousand. Never drove 29. it, you know. I could and be wrong, and your reward for all of that not driving was ten G. Drive the car. I think always you know, drive the car. Yeah. I mean yeah. always, unless it's unless it's something incredibly like a, a, a 911 grand touring new 24 in 1997 yeah. money, which so. is how much in today's money? It says it right there, which is thirty six thousand in today's money. Oh yeah. So thirty six thousand in today's money, you know, if it's the nicest one in the world, you get forty five out of it now. So it's not like you spent eight back then to turn it into a hundred. You know? right? You basically waited twenty years to yeah. make nine thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. And so if you want to, you know, you buy- and even if you drove it and put like fifty thousand miles on it, you would still have like the lowest mile. Right. You know. But I think to the to to Chris's question. You buy something that's a known collectible. If that's if you're going to put keep it, not put many miles on it. Right. You want to keep it for ten years, keep pristine. You know, buy a Sierra Cosworth or something. Right. You know, that's a known collectible mm-hmm. already. Um, Good wisdom. Thank you, Chris. Glenn says, Ah, new Lotus Evora 400 owner. Love the content. I congratulations on your Lotus Evora 400. That's a lovely car. Envy. Uh, Jack says 2014 M235i. N55 tune thoughts. So we I, we ran one of these, um, both a one and a two thirty five. Mm. Um, Cobb tune. Uh, the N54 and N55 engines and BMW guys are about to flame and lose their minds, but oh, they're very sensitive. They, they are super sensitive. Like they're it'll make sensitive. like four hundred horsepower one time, <laughs> and then five minutes later, it makes less than stock power because it's riding the knock sensor. So, huh? Too heavily tuned or even mod- moderately tuned? I don't know. Like it's one of those cars where it's pretty good stock as long as the uh, injectors and wastegates are in good health. Uh huh. But modding those, I don't know. Well, so I drove this yeah. one. Yeah. This was 2015. Pull um, that over, I guess. You know, yeah. uh, selfless. Well, we're plugging our own channels. What we're doing? Yeah, you can play. <laughs> you can play our own channel. Um, it was very quick. The suspension was set up really well. But I had also driven when I drove. Oh, I drove the Dynan M235i. Yeah. The steering on these cars, I don't like. Yeah, it's pretty numb. And the Dynan car was was not really improved, even though it had a lot of suspension work. It handled really well. And it was fast as shit. This car was also fast as hell. But it had much more steering feedback. So as a long-term um, proposition, that you know, that that power, I don't think is consistent. Or that, or oh, right, you know that's that's um, my thought on that. I could be wrong. BMW guys, his felt his felt quick during the whole what twenty-minute mm-hmm. drive in the heat. Now I don't yeah, know if you're doing a track that's session good. that's longer. You, yeah. I mean, you probably know more than I. That's my experience has been that the engine tunes up. It obviously makes a lot of power. Mm-hmm. But I think to your point, how long will it make that power right. for? 
Right. I'm not that fan, that big of a fan of the 235i's. I like the M2. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm it's just not. For sure. I'm just for not sure. that big of a fan. Of I think guys, BMW is smart, and they went the best steering parts will go in the M2, and yep. we'll sell it for X amount of dollars mm-hmm. more. Alrighty, uh, that's one for Zach. Uh, do you think you get the same driving experience with the stock LS1 versus the modded LS3 car? Have done brakes and good tires. What car are you talking about? The Camaro? I think you drive the Camaro? Camaro, which had a modded engine, which was, yeah, it was real fast. It had 500 horsepower and felt great. Um, I don't think I've driven that many vehicles or any with a stock LS1, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I everything mean, that shows up my Corvette built. at one point, but you never drove it stock. Mm-mm. No, no, I only I drove it after it was done. I mean, the thing about so. an LS engine is they mostly have similar feels, right? So it's just more of everything in an LS3. It just gets to that RPM quicker. Yeah. More power, more torque. Uh, I mean, that car was like, that road was a momentum road. So I bet on a tighter road or tighter track that required more power, a modded LS3 would have made more of a difference than if it had a stock LS3. So Yeah. Uh, This is a weird question. Abel says, I need a car. The cheapest thing you can think of that can tow a motorcycle in Europe. The problem with this is, like, bro, there's a lot of cheap cars out there, but, like, what else are you willing to sacrifice? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You could tow a motorcycle with a diesel Golf. Yeah. And they do in Europe. And they do yeah, frequently. Sure. You should. Like, I mean, I might actually just say that. Like, <laughs> yeah. the cheapest car, like a diesel Golf or a diesel Skoda, like, or yeah. whatever the fucking little hatchback is. I mean, good idea, or should I ride the bike to the track? Probably not. No, I wouldn't do that, because then you'll ride different or probably won't have, be able to ride it back one day. Uh, yeah, yeah, sooner or later, you're going to end up stranded. Yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you can totally, you know, if you're track riding, you're probably going to low side or something. Hopefully not, and hopefully you don't get hurt, but whatever. Uh, yeah, get a diesel. Get something with torque that tows. People tow with everything there. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, look, by the way, he, he says, the cheapest thing you can think of that will tow a motorcycle. He then throws out the suggestion, I thought about an E39 5 Series with a gas conversion. Here's how you know these questions don't mean fucking anything, right? That that How is an e, E39 converted to gas the cheapest thing or any kind of reasonable... Because it doesn't work, and it's for sale because it doesn't work. <laughs> I think that's what yeah. happened there. Or um, it's cheap as it doesn't exist. Just get a diesel hatchback. You yeah, can tow a motorcycle totally agree, with a diesel totally hatchback. Uh, thank you, sir. Car and Mechanical says, thank you for the free content. Oh, hope it goes... Oh, he just gave us money for... Just gave us money. Just so I could put money in my Lamborghini tank. Thank you. This is, nice. how, this is what happens nice. when, you, when you're fucking rich. They just give you money already. <laughs> Super this chat is, is the greatest thing. I didn't even have to say anything racist. Usually you have to say some racist shit for people to give you money. Now you're truly a celebrity. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Oh, yeah, he was oh, talking about the... He was talking about... Yeah. Yeah. Um... Oh, Zang, Hang Zhang is back with his Porsche, his, his rich man's question with the Porsches. What if the comparison is between a 991 GT3 and a 997 GT3 RS 4.1? This cat clearly has a lot of money. Bro, first off, a GT3 RS 4.1, If you, I don't know if you're buying an existing one. If you are, get that because it's fucking rowdy. But that 4.1 is a $60,000 engine. Just the engine. So... A 991 GT3 is vastly less expensive. Like a 991 GT3 is cheaper than a 997 GT3 RS right now. And will always be, probably. And will probably always be, because manual. Plus a $60,000 engine. So what is the long-term reliability of the Sharkworks engines? Pretty good. 
I mean, I I don't know a lot of people that blow up Sharkworks engines, and I do know a couple of people who have blown up stock engines and replaced them with Sharkworks engines. Sharkworks engines are expensive because they use really high-quality motorsport-grade products. Their bottom ends are all like molly pistons and forged cranks, and you know, I mean, they use really high high-end shit, so that's a reason they're so expensive. So I don't think there's any downside to daily driving or putting a lot of miles on a Sharky motor. I think you you can buy with confidence from them. But not apples and apples. One, yeah. of the, one of those cars is automatic, and the other one has a $60,000 right. aftermarket <laughs> engine in it. <laughs> uh, thank you, though. Marcello says, for an IRS Fox Potty SVO with all the maximum motorsport bits, would it be a waste to swap in an EcoBoost 2.3? What was a waste was doing a full suspension on SVO. That was a fucking waste because that's a slow car. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really is. slow car. So if it's financially feasible for you to take your slow but good handling car and make it fast, well, I, this is a bad idea. Bowman did this, or actually started it. Remember that? Yeah, did years he ever, ago. Did he ever finish it? He didn't because he he moved and sold his house and and went and became a, a riding vagabond for a couple of years at the camper. But the the big hurdle with this would be you got a brand new engine that's used to getting all these like different data points from sensors and all these other things. So either you have to install those or, and maybe I don't know, you know more about this, Tim is you got to make sure all those sensors aren't getting tripped up and confused and turning off because you've got an old ass body with old. Actually, that's going to be OBD one. Yeah, that's not a. So that is it's not, not even easy, OBD. It's not even a, OBD. No. The level of you know you got to have, you have wheel speed sensors and all sorts of things that. It's you, looking for. Can you right. run a Data standalone that, in one of those yet? Do they have a Do they have a EcoBoost crate motor that you can that you can run as, with a standalone? Good question. Let's find out. Let's see if Ford Racing does because, like, when Bowman tried this, it just didn't fucking work. Right? Uh, I think he got it like bolted in, and then very soon after, he sold everything. In it. Yeah. So I don't know if he got to that step, but it was going to be a big hurdle. Did you see the E30 at SEMA with the M3 drivetrain, modern? No, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> and a bunch of 20-year-old kids built it. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I, I didn't go. Did you go to SEMA? I did. Did you enjoy it? I, I almost never enjoy SEMA just because it's like... I know. I'm still sort of in recovery mode, so yeah. like if... Yeah, uh, it's in. It's a little too intense for me. But, I did um, see someone. There were some cool cars there this year. Someone took an old Corolla, like a late seventies Corolla, and put one of these two point three EcoBoosts in it. Now it was static. I don't know if the fucking thing runs for right. anything. But what do you got? Zach? So I pulled up a crate motor on Ford Performance, and they say that they they do sell a two three, and it comes with the Ford Performance control pack which makes for easy plug and play mm. so maybe you can buy that control pack uh which is the parts numbers listed in this in the add-on of the catalog if you could buy that and plug it in maybe but can't you just fit a 5.0 how much is that instead? engine how much is that engine <laughs> for like a grand uh, six grand six grand for fucking six grand you can get a coyote motor and make it work word or an ls you could pay someone to install a 5.0 motor for you and yeah. you can sit and have a drink <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> seriously yeah I I don't know I don't I don't I don't and buy a spare fox body seriously the, yeah. the money there is. I mean is your is that your dream to have a turbo four cylinder fox body like if that's someone's dream like all right but was the original SVO was it a two three it was a two three right? it was yeah. the original like, yeah, maybe, shit box two three maybe they've got like it's a cool heritage thing I, I, I have I a new two three and you know, an old two three it's nice to have a, a different way to skin the cat but 
Just but, make just find out if you can bolt this this computer on first before yeah. you, or make sure you're you're an electrical engineer. Yeah, it seems like a headache <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, it does. All right, what else we got? Thing is that the end? Oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting some new ones. Jordan says I'm about to garage a car, an M2 competition for the winner for the first time. Mm. I've hit up the Google. But any personal tips to avoid fucking it up? Oh, stay bill in the gas tank. Yeah, a car cover is a must because I'm assuming you're in the Midwest and it just seems like I don't know. A lot of stuff lands on the car over the three months that you're not using it. I'd also get a SeaTac charger because it's a smart charger that isn't going to hose electrical things. Yep. So those, I mean, that's kind of the that and there's there's there are. I mean, if you, I don't know if it matters for you for a new car, but there's these kind of like pillowy things that you oh. can park your... Have you seen those things? I, there was some at SEMA, really nice ones at SEMA that have like a... Yeah. There's these things you can kind of drive onto and park on mm-hmm. that are sort of pillow-like. I don't yeah. know what the word is for them, but they prevent you from flat-spotting your tires. It depends which tires. If you have a, if you have a racy tire, that's a legit... If you have a soft compound tire, yeah. it will be bop, 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 bop for the next... I mean, possibly forever. I mean, if, it, if you don't move it. Flat-spot yeah. protectors. There you go. 50, 50 bucks. The ones you're talking about, though, literally are like pillows. They're like yeah, pillows. It's kind of yeah. cool. <laughs> you definitely is like the enthusiast choice. Yeah. But, I mean, an M2, you know, it's a brand new car. Yeah. Some stable in the tank, a good battery tender, and a cover, I think. I think Tim's got it there. Have either of you guys driven the M2 comp? This guy's asking if it's worth the money over the M2. I haven't driven it. I've driven the M2. I haven't driven the... I heard a couple people say that it was worse. Oh, really? M4 GTS. Or... I don't know. I mean, that's really that... the only... It was not a good car. Yeah, like, the M2 was... The M2 no, I didn't was say it was stiff. a good car. I was saying that like, yeah. the GTS was like... I didn't think it was a, going in the right direction. It has a really nice like half cage, and that's like it. Yeah, water know. water injection. Um, I, I've, I, I've heard... This is second... I've heard from a couple people that it was worse. The M2 is comp... Because it's stiffer. Mm-hmm. And it does, the car just doesn't need to be any stiffer. Probably depends I, on what you're doing with it. Yeah, and I haven't priced it out, so like I don't know how much extra money it is. Now, whatever the price difference is, let's assume you get 50 to 60% of that difference back on resale. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, And depending on how many they're going to build, it could be one of those. It could be a keep and hold. It could I mean, be a buy and hold. I do like the M2 a lot, but frankly, I've not driven a comp. I'm sorry. Can't help you. Anthony says, blah, blah, blah. Thank you for the nice words, sir. I'm wondering whether to swap an F20C motor or go for turbo into a... Is, that, is an F20 a rotary? F20C motor? Is that a rotary? Would be the flying Miata kit. What's an F20C? Is that a rotary? It is, right? Uh, oh, Honda F20C. Oh, oh, is that an S2000 engine? Ooh. F20, oh, into a Miata? Is that what he's saying? That would be really cool. A flying Miata Honda. It I would mean, be really cool. But will it fit? I well, I drove a long, K24 right? Miata that was sweet. Okay. It was nice. Yeah, that does seem like a good idea. But uh, but why wouldn't you just buy an S2000? <laughs> that's what I, I mean, going to say. Uh, that's the pr- ultimately the Someone problem. Someone already is. did swap a, that engine into a Miata, and it's called an S2000. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I just don't... Nah. Yeah. And it looks better. It is cool, though. I mean, I get the mod world. You know, you would win cool prizes, and when you showed up, people would look under your hood. Yeah. Which is cool. True. And it would sound amazing when you're uh, on the track or something. Right. Um, I mean, it, it could be cool, sure, but or go turbo. I mean, I would I would turbo your Miata before putting a Honda engine in it. 
like otherwise just buy an S2000. It'd probably be easier because the Fly Miata kit is made for exactly what you're doing. Yeah. And the, the S2000 is you are going on a forum and hoping to find really good instructions. Yeah. Buying all the parts to support it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If you have a working engine, use that. <laughs> you know? Oh, the wisdom you're dropping today is. But, it's, is, but people yeah. do need to be filled. Don't throw away a perfectly good engine. Right. Yeah. Oh, these are questions right after SEMA. That's what's yeah. happening. Yeah, that's four. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Simon God. says, I need a fun family car for the Northeast a B7 RS4 or mm. B8S4. So I think that. Perfor- Here's more blasphemies coming your way. I think that performance quattros should be forced induction. The RS4 was the first like real drivers Audi. I really like those cars. I, I, I like, like how it. they drive. I like it too. It is it is not fast. It's not fast. It is not fast. It's and geared the, too short to be a V8. You got to do a lot of shifting yep, for a V8. And the uh, the B8 S4 um, APR makes a ton of products for that car that for not a lot of money. Yeah. It will destroy the R. I don't know. So, I mean, that's me. I completely agree. And also, the RS Force V8 is a ticking time bomb of plastic timing chain guides, and it can be a real problem. It will be, Bo- will be yeah. a real problem. Bose, yeah. I mean, Bose, uh, our race car tech and, and genius of all things, he gave me a list of three engines he never wants to mm. work on as long as he lives, and one of them is that Dude, engine. Dude, the chain looks... <laughs> seriously, it's like some sort of... Uh, it's almost like... Uh, Can you get a B7 RS4 or Audi 4.2 TFSI timing chain diagram because it's a fucking nightmare. It looks like something out of Event Horizon. Like, seriously, <laughs> like... If you've ever seen that movie, The Spaceship Goes to Hell, spoiler alert, but in, in Hell is this engine. I love Event Horizon. Look great, great at that. Movie, yeah, right? where was the spaceship the whole time? <laughs> Inside an Audi 4.2 <laughs> exactly. timing chain. Look at that shit. Oh, God. I, I'm not going to sleep well just because of this. <laughs> That I've owned w- I've owned those too. That looks like some HR Geiger shit <laughs> in there. Yeah, it, it looks like the inside of a watch. On the other hand, the B7 RS4 is probably a good collector's item despite that. Except for the fact that. that god, they all have like 120k. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a, there are a lot of there are a lot of Miley cars. Look how many different there. plastic guides there are. 1 2 3 4. And I think it's five. 3 is it 3 or 4 it's individual three. chains too. There's a couple there. Yeah. I counted <laughs> I've counted eight plastic guides. Yeah. And the number of chains, one, two, three, four, at least four. <laughs> wow, man. I mean, yeah, you don't want one. Wow. You don't want yeah, one. Yeah, so B8S4. Yeah, B8S4. I would say. You're going to love it. <clears throat> Caleb says, I want to get into a classic car that is decently reliable. I just want to cruise, but still have some room for power mods. 8000 bucks, 70s to 90s. Hmm. Uh, well, this is most of the cars Fox, I own. Fox body, <laughs> C4 yeah. Corvette. Because Cla- classic looking depends on how old you are. I yeah, mean, right. like, like a third gen Camaro, or sorry, second gen Camaro, you know, looks classic, but maybe you think a 90s Mustang. I'm like, you know what Mustang. car I just bought that people love is that I, I never liked when I was a kid, but I found one that was cheap and I mm. felt like they were going up, is Z31 300ZXs. Oh, yeah. And they have that cool... Uh, Digital dash madness. <laughs> so I mean, it's. A, I think those are those seem to be people are like those are appreciating. Andrew Collins, our friend, has one of those. It is a. It's, it's not a great. It's not a great car, but I do think they're going to go up in value. Can I you also, get old Z car like old Z cars like a two forty or a two eighty Z two sixty Z for that much? Yeah. I think a Z car could be kind of fun. I just bought a nine twenty eight too, and I and I not that, for seven thousand bucks, dude. Really? I found this collection. Oh my gosh! I'm trying to buy them all. <laughs> 
There's like a Rolls Royce, a 328, a 308. <laughs> right. I got the 928. It's a 80,000 mile one owner, 79. So so no wing. No. Uh, oh yeah, that's the that's the risky one. business one. It is the risky business. Yeah, too. yeah. So, is it nice? It's pretty nice. <laughs> it's pretty nice. I like how 928s drive. I, so good. the early one, this is the first four or five I've had. I've had like the GTS and the uh-huh. S4. The early one is like surprisingly, it's like lighter. It mm-hmm. feels like it feels like a lot lighter. Yeah. And uh, I unbelievable. I bought it just to flip, and now I'm kind of like, mm, I'll flip it. In Every a few years. Uh, uh, you're like the fourth one of my friends that has bought 928s. Har- Chris Harris has got one. Alex Roy had one. Mike Musto has one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Chris Harris bought a 928. Yeah, he has well, a 928. Early or, or late? I think it's an early car. Huh. I think it's I think Chris, it's an earlier car, me. and I think it might <laughs> Let's be talk an, 928s. I think it might be an automatic too. Oh, really? So I did a video. Cruiser? I did a video on an automatic because mm-hmm. I was not a fan. It, I mean, who wants you know? I Nobody. Wants no one wants it. However, it suits that car. Eight fifties and nine twenty eights with automatics, as like, you know, old cars. You kind of don't beat on. Well, I don't know. Like your your uh, SL is a good yeah. example. Yeah, you don't car. like beat that car. So no. like an automatic nine twenty eight in that circumstance is okay. Yeah, I get it. Uh, Romero says, "What's the reason behind exhaust sound restriction in racetracks around the world? Neighbors. Mm-hmm. The reason is neighbors." That's it. Neighbors complain. And the neighbors, when it comes down to a legal fight, neighbors beat racetracks every time, and then sound restrictions are the compromise. Um, this is the, the bike guy. He's already crashed on the track before, um, and uh, gas E39s are super cheap because everyone because everyone they, wants a diesel hatch. Oh. So... Mm. E39 BMWs are pretty reliable in my experience. I mean, like the non M's. Yeah, the non M. Yeah, and and the I'm I'm guessing there's different engines over there. So like a three or a five twenty, maybe I think there's a five twenty. If you get a five twenty eight, that has the inline six and is great. So I mean, yeah, that would be good. I don't know gas converting it though. I'm assuming does he mean does he mean natural gas conversion? I bet he does. Okay. I bet he means light whatever they call it LPG. Mm -hmm. Um, and LPG conversion adds a lot. I don't really we don't do that here Mm -hmm. so much, so I don't understand like. But I think it's because there's like lower taxes and there's it's cheaper. So yeah, I mean then do a then do a like a like you said if you can get a five twenty eight. Um, that would be or a 525 that'd be, be, it'd be awesome. a nicer car to tow with because of the wheelbase plus 63,000 kilometers I mean almost if you sounds can really, unbelievable yeah and obviously he's asking us that, uh, for a market that we don't know fuck all about <laughs> also uh, true I, yeah I'm sorry I can't be more helpful especially after you donated to me to ask that question but Jesus if you know if that's really what the market is and, and diesel hatchbacks are super expensive and that E39 gas is that cheap fuck it go for the E39 that sounds make, good. Make yeah. sure the car works. You know, yeah. get a code. Get a code reader. Plug it in <laughs> for real. Yeah, and then you'll yeah. know. Yeah. BMW does those like extended codes that only if you have the special code reader. Yeah. Those bastards. Oh, I mean, it's not. Well, nowadays you can buy an uh, one of the OBD2 app things. Yeah, and yeah. that's way faster. And then right. I bought the Peak Reader, which is what you used to get, and it just it comes with a book. It has its own book of codes. You need it because I just had an E60 yeah. M5. I did not enjoy code clearing because it was like a daily occurrence. There's like a, just a variety of sensors on that car, and I think they set the threshold at like maybe something. You know, just like oh, check engine light, oh, check engine light. Yeah, yeah. The service engine, the service engine light can come on when the gas cap is loose. It it, seems it does, and it, aggressive. it limits power on the E60 M5, which is not why it's not what you want. It's like a fire alarm going off if someone left a door open at a hotel want. or something. It's too much. <laughs> exactly, um, it's a good example. All right, last question, Matt. You, uh, do you know any good ri- good driving roads by name in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania? 
Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. All, everything um, sort of off the Palisades Parkway, going up to Bear Mountain, Seven Lakes Drive, uh, Lake Tiarati, Tiarati Brook Road, Bear Mountain Road, all those roads up there. And then on the New York side of the Hudson River, same thing between the Tappan Zee Bridge and Bear Mountain. They call that the Goat Trail. I mm-hmm. can't remember the name of it, but it runs right along that cliff, and it's it's lovely. Is it 22? 22. 22 is fantastic. Uh, Route 301. 292 uh, and 311 are all excellent. I don't know that's about good. Pennsylvania, that's but good. that's a pretty good one. Those, those, those are some good ones to get you started. Basically, everything around Bear Mountain is really nice. And then the area off of, if you got to go a little north, the area off of I-84 in between 684 and the Taconic. All of those roads off of 84 between 684 and the Taconic are really nice. Um so, yeah. Last question, then we're going to get out of here. Marcello, again with the SVO, EcoBoost was considered due to the weight distribution, and the Coyote was considered as difficult to fit. Is not difficult to fit. Lots of people do it. And I was an auto engineer. I mean, whatever. All right. Fine. I think that's a fucking waste of money. That's just me. I think it's a waste of money. You, get, you put an LS in it. That's it. That's it. An LS is the end. It has more power, more torque, and it's smaller. Engine swaps are hard. Engine swaps. I mean, even stink. if even if you're an engineer, I haven't driven too many cars with engine swaps that I was like, I want this car. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like most of them, I'm like, God, I'm glad I don't own this car. I had a Volkswagen Quantum Synchro with a Rally uh, five cylinder turbo swapped into it. That sounds, sounds fun. awesome. Sounds, sounds like a awesome. Good idea. I it it sounds so awesome that I bought and sold it three times because I missed it when it was gone, but it never ran right and, and and so it's like engine swaps when you when i say that when i say five cylinder rally engine and a quantum synchro you're like oh that's so bad that'd be great no of course it, it will never run it will always be like it's a great instagram car it is you know, or it's a great uh, car show car and i think if look if you're an engineer and you figure out whether or not the computer they sell whether or not they sell the computer online and whether or not it will work for what you want to do easily all right, cool. It is it is cooler to have an an EcoBoost or sorry an SVO that now has a, the new turbo engine. Yeah, that Heritage that's a cool, cool thing to do. Um, and everyone puts LSs and everything. So, all right, if you can do it and it's not too difficult, then fucking do it. Yeah, for real. But yeah. just make, know know what you're getting into and make sure you investigate first before you order the engine. And realize that at the Pull. end of all of that work, <laughs> at all of that work at the end, you have 300 horsepower. That's what all of your fucking work is for. Whereas, what's that motor? Six grand? Uh, yeah. Okay, you could so get a Coyote. You get an I mean, LS7. Or any, yeah. An LS7 or six grand. You do the same amount of work, 500 horsepower and 500 pounds of torque. You know what I mean? Or a Coyote, 420 fucking horsepower, 440 horsepower, depending on how much you do, right? And, you know, the weight distribution, people talk about four-cylinder, uh, like, iron block stuff versus, like, it's not like... You know, it's just not that much. Plus, if you're swapping it in, you can move the motor mount location. You can move it put back. The, put the battery put a, in the trunk. Right. I mean, you, you know? can. You're you're building the car. You can you can adjust the weight bias. You can say, you know what, I'm going to move the motor mounts back here, and use a Maximum Motorsports K member, and you save fucking sixty pounds. Exa- in the front. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You can do all kinds of shit. The LS7, that's a brand new one. Yeah. Yeah. No, you you get an LS7 out of a fucking junkyard gotcha. or something. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's a show. What do you say? I think yeah. that's a show. We got to go make a that's video fun. right now. 
Thank you for, to all of you who played uh, Tim's Enthusiast Garage on YouTube. Uh, you're Tim's Enthusiast Garage everywhere. Is it Tim's Enthusiast Tim's Garage? Tim's Enthusiast Garage, Instagram, Tim's Enthusiast Garage, Facebook, Tim's Enthusiast Garage, YouTube. That is, your, that is how you fucking make shit work, by making the cross-platform names all the same. Yes. I, I watched that up, that panel truck. That thing Isn't is that fucking thing crazy? rad. I yeah. love that guy that owns it, man. That really is cool. a rad panel truck. Um, yeah, and I I, uh, I think you have open invite next time you're in town. Come back and see Thanks, us. brother. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I seriously can't thank you enough. Oh, no, this is good. Um, good luck with your channel. Yeah, get, it, get growing it and making it work. Everyone should subscribe. I'm sorry you were blocked for a couple days. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I, that saw, was, I only saw the friend request, so for me it was only it was only smiles. Yeah, so. no problem. Well, then you're not blocked anymore. <laughs> I uh, promise not to comment on your Instagram. You can't. That? can't. Don't matter. It don't matter to Jesus. You, you people comment. ruined it. You people ruined it with your nasty snarky comments they fucking ruined it they and did. it's gone forever and i feel better mm. i read i've read fucking four books since that's i that's awesome yeah since i seriously since I turned comments off oh cool i was gonna ask you how, how that went that's it went idea. great i've been reading books from by written by really smart people that's great it's great but also depressing because i'm learning what a shitty place our country can be oh which is depressing yeah. <laughs> vote fucking vote people <laughs> you fucking don't vote you end up where we are Thank you very much. Thanks, Tim Neely from Tim's Enthusiast Garage. All right, folks, we're going to get out of here and go make a video with my 911 in the city. See you later. Good day.